0: We're back with episode 74 of the TNA cross the line podcast. I'm Bob Colling junior with me as always is Dallas Gridley and Dallas. We are only two episodes away from being done with the 2003. And that includes the December 10th, 2003 weekly pay-per-view for NWA TNA. And this week from what we know, two title matches X division, And the tag team titles will be on the line. Michael Shane, the exhibition champion, defending against Loki, if he's even healthy enough. Who knows? He was brutally attacked with a steel Mm -hmm. chair shot to the head with another chair wedged between him, his head and shoulder by Christopher Daniels. And, of course, the tag team titles were two fan favorite tag teams, three life crew, the champions, BG James, Ron Killings, defending against America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris, James Storm, the team of TNA, the team of the tag team division, the face of the tag team division, Chris Harris and James Storm. But we also are aware of a potential bloodbath. And in the years to come, they will have plenty of bloodbaths against each other. But this time it's the first time singles match Raven- against abyss and so much more yes how fucking pumped are you for this week's episode
1: i've never been more excited okay i feel like that's that's not true that might not be true uh but you know you reading it right there makes i i think me even more excited than i was last week when i was like they're really really not giving us a lot but I do feel like there is at least a little something on this show for us. Because, I, you know, I was thinking before we got on here today. I'm, I was a little worried that we're going to start mailing in these final two shows of 2003. And that they're kind of just going to be like, just put something out. We're we're done uh, in two weeks. And then we, we got two weeks off. So just just do something. So, you know, 3 Life Crew in America's Most Wanted is a, is a pretty big tag team match, really. Uh, I mean, 3-Left Crew has been gaining popularity in the Asylum, and America's Most Wanted has been one of the favorite teams since, uh, I don't know, what, pay-per-view three, when they joined together uh, in the tag team tournament. So, I, I mean, I think that it's a it's a pretty big match. And Loki winning that number one contenders match last week was pretty shocking and of course, as you mentioned, he was attacked. But I mean, him being the normal contender against Michael Shane, could he finally be the person to take it off Michael Shane? I, at this point, I think I want anyone besides him to have the X Division title. I don't know why. I don't mind Michael Shane. I just want something different. I'm sick of it. I think,
0: and I've said this probably a handful of times at this point, Michael Shane's reign is very similar to Sonny Siaki's.
1: I really feel like that, man. I do. Uh,
0: Michael Shane is a good wrestler. Yeah. Cousin of Shawn Michaels. That's right. And I think if Michael Shane, similar to Sonny Saki, if they had a a similar version of like the US title or a TV title, perfect. Those guys would both be perfect champions for that. However, the X Division, dating back to show one, has been about a certain style of crazy moves Mm -hmm. and... Fast-paced action, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Michael Sheen doesn't really have that. He's yeah. very, a uh, very grounded guy, which is perfectly fine. And that style is different from a lot of other guys in the division, but it doesn't make for outstanding matches. I mean, his his X ex- the uh, ultimate X match was good, but he was assisted with like you know the ropes or whatever. Right. The structure that he had to do. Uh,
1: well, I think I think it's uh, interesting to point out that you know his his style is very different, but I think when you come into an issue when you have X Division matches on the card that your champion is not involved in, and they're better than the X Division champions matches. As far yeah. as like, you know, you have two X division guys, it's like, damn, like this is an X Division match. And then you put Michael Chain on against someone and you're like hmm... He's the X-Division champion, but it's not quite what we're looking for. Uh, and that being said, I mean, I think if we take that title off of him and him and Shane Douglas kind of just work as a tag team for a little bit, I think I'd be fine with that. With, with this franchise group, I well, why not spice up the tag division a little bit more? I think we're a little light there, too. We're light in all the divisions, if you look at it. I mean, we've talked about the main event scene many times, and we're going to see that in months to come, but... So why not have Michael Shane and Shane Douglas? I think they should be called Shane Douglas, but uh, (laughs) be the franchise group in the tag team division uh, and bring in another heel team like that. Especially with the exit of the new church. They're gone. That was like your big heel team. They're gone. Now I mean, we have Swinger and Diamond, of course, and uh, Gilberty and David Young, but they're all kind of still a unit. Swinger and Diamond seemingly are potentially going to turn. I don't know. I'm jumping all over here, but I think you understand what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think if Michael Shane and Shane Douglas were to be inserted as um, a top heel tag team and potentially challenge either through Crew or America's Most Wanted in the future for the tag titles. Mm-hmm. That would be fresh. You know, I mean, Diamond and Swinger, we I think we both have enjoyed them far more than we probably ever would have expected. I know I have. Uh, I yeah. have, yeah, have found myself to greatly enjoy the the duo, and I think Swinger is a lot better than I ever even remembered. Even when I was reviewing the shows for and recaps, like I, right? I don't think I ever really put together that he was that entertaining. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, if you asked, told me a year ago, like, "Hey, Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger, like they kill it in TNA," I'd be like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll believe joke. it when I see it. Yeah. I'll see if I actually enjoy these guys. Like I like Swinger now and Diamond. Like I don't think I ever disliked. And I, I, I don't know if I've seen a ton of him where I'm like I definitely like him, definitely don't kind of thing. But like I would have been like what? So. Yeah, I don't. And you know, we'll we'll talk probably more in depth about a lot of a lot of these teams and stuff once we do our two thousand three recap, which I believe is going to be coming out on New Year's Eve, but. Uh, I think there's there's a lot more to talk about this year um, than a there was last year, and, and not even because we have more coverage as far as months go. Obviously, it started in June last year, but I mean, there's a lot more competition going on. It's not very. I don't think it's as clear cut as it was last year.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree with that. And to go kind of finish up the swinger and, and diamond thing. And how Shane and Shane mm-hmm. would kind of benefit. Swinger and Diamond over the course of several months have rustled the Three Life Crew and or America's America's Most Wanted quite a bit. There's been a lot of interaction, especially against AMW. Yes. So let's say AMW were to win the tag titles here. You know, you can maybe continue on with like Gilberty and Young for a week or two, but then if you start 2004. With a Michael Shane and Shane Douglas feuding with AMW or something, that is going to be far more intriguing, I think, from for us because it's something we haven't seen. Right, I agree with that so, completely. So, I think they got to look at freshening ideas and like what you and as you had mentioned, it's really bizarre that we're kind of in a situation where every division feels weak in terms of like challengers and stuff. So I kind of feel like as if maybe the roster. Is in flux. like I I do. Are, are they aware that maybe this, the roster is super, to an extent, super stale?
1: Well, that's the thing is, you know, if you look at recent um, cards that we've been watching, and I'm not saying it's wrong to see, or bad or anything, to see a lot of similar names, but they have a solid roster of, like, a couple guys, and they rotate who they face. I mean, it's constant like, okay, so this week we got three life. Queen America's was wanted. Yeah. That's the first time that's happened, but at one on one, I should say. Right. Yeah. So last week, America's most wanted David Young and Gilberti and, and Swinger And that, Di- so, I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing stuff we've seen before recycled in different ways. So like last week, they had the number one contendership three-way match. But we've seen those teams all fight each other, whether it's in a singles match or a Battle Royal or this or that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we're not seeing a lot of fresh matchups. Um, and so I think we do. I think we are in flux. Uh, and I think that we're going to... I think if they don't kick 2004 off, which is so weird to say still, in a way that they bring in some new talent to kind of either make it less stale or... Um, if they swap people out, like I don't know, something's got to happen. I feel like to kick off the year strong.
0: Yeah, and I think, I think what is really kind of proving to be very challenging is that the, the pay per view format. So we would probably see a lot more f- fresher matches if it was just on TV. Because let's say you know Ron Killings against James Storm in a singles match. They might not want to put that on pay-per-view because, yes. well, our people are people gonna you know want right. to? But if you right. were to put it on a show like Impact or Explosion, if it was on you know nationally nationally televised, we're not paying for that type of content, so right, we might you know the viewer might be more inclined just to just watch it instead of like oh I'm gonna pay ten bucks to watch Conan against David Young.
1: Yeah, and I agree with that. I think that's a good, really great point as well.
0: So I think so, that's kind of where the challenge is for them uh, right now is like they are just trying to find what will a paying audience pay for every single week, and, and that kind of leads to redundant stuff. Like we've seen AJ and Jarrett several times over the last couple of weeks and months, because that's all they've really got. That's all they got.
1: So uh, I gotta give them credit where it's due. I mean, I, I, I think overall. Uh, I would say it, most weeks, there is at least one match that is, like, if you didn't pay $10 for the past seven weeks, you might think about potentially watching. Like, I do feel like most shows, whether or not they announce it, <laughs> I'll say that, that's whether cool. or not they announce it, I do think that each show does have something that you're like, okay, that that's, like, uh, at least a decent matchup. I think this week it's America's Most Wanted 3 Life Crew. I think last week, uh, I want to say Jaren Styles, but you know, you know what I mean. I mean that that's a yeah. little more dry. But even low key Daniels and Kid Cash, whoa, like okay, that's like I feel like worth watching. So I do think they try, and it's it's hard format. It's a very hard format, and the fact that it's it's lasting as long as it's it is is pretty insane.
0: Yeah, I think that, that TNA would be so much consistently better if they just had the one hour of TV Mm -hmm. because you don't have to kind of rush nearly as much as what they're doing in a two hour pay-per-view format every week. Right. So I'm looking forward to when they finally, or when we finally get to cover, Hey, they've gotten that TV. It'll be really interesting to see how they manage it for the few months where they have both of them.
1: No, absolutely. It's going to be really interesting to see how they manage both at the same time. I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping it's. It's part of me is like, do I want two separate shows, or do I want the TV to supplement the pay-per-view? And I I don't know how they're going to handle that for the what three months that it happens roughly.
0: Yeah, so I mean, we'll get we'll probably we'll, we'll get to it, it and we'll it. discuss we'll, we'll it. Talk yeah. about it more, but as a viewer, how do you how do you because like here in, in I think it aired on even maybe different days. Okay. Well, in different, in different markets, so, you know, you'd have your weekly review on Wednesday. I'm not sure if it was necessarily shown always on Fridays, but here in Syracuse, it was shown on Impact, was shown on Fridays. Their TV shows on right. Friday, Friday afternoons. So it might, the time slot may be different than like wherever. Right. So how how do you as a viewer feel like you're watching Impact and then something major happens and they're the they're like we'll find out what happened on wednesday
1: well that's what i that's the part i mean
0: and then Um, what if they don't tell you what happens on wednesday and they're like we'll know for sure the answer on friday again
1: well so that's what i mean i think it's going to be super interesting and like What is going to make me less like, wow, I would be really pissed off as a viewer right now. Would you, you, but
0: would you, do you think you'd be inclined to pay for that advancement on Wednesday instead of them like giving it, like teasing it again on Wednesday and then showing the, I think what you would do is you tease it, have your show on Wednesday being like, we still don't know what what he's going to do and then still give it off on free television.
1: Yeah, I think that gets a little risky uh, because then, it'll, like, you buy the pay per view thinking you're going to get an answer, and then they don't give it to you, and then you could potentially piss off people who n- now don't want to buy another pay per view. But I think it depends. Now, if it's now, I would say this. So, um, let's say for example, we'll do this quickly here. Styles and Jarrett. I'm just going to use them as an example. Okay. Let's say Jarrett. Or you know what? Daniels and Loki. We just saw this. We'll use a current storyline we are watching. Daniels attacks Loki. Can Loki fight for the X Division title? I don't know. We we have no idea. Hopefully we're going to have that update for you on Wednesday. So we'll pretend that happened on Impact, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to have the update on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to hear from Daniels of why he did that. So now I have a reason to okay, I have that Okay, we might find out what's going to happen to Loki, but now I get to I I potentially get to hear why Daniels is did it, and then is Loki going to show up? I don't know. So I feel like the, if you supplement the like tease that you're probably not going to follow through with with something that is still interesting within the story, I think that you could still get people in there. Okay,
0: I it'll, it'll just be I think it'll be interesting. Oh, I because think it's going to be so
1: super super interesting.
0: Because here's so because here's the thing, and I'm gonna and again. I feel like I'll I'll reference it again. I have never watched the weekly pay per views and impact chronologically. I've always just reviewed the pay per views. Right. So it'll be interesting to see, for really the first time, context of how like things true are lining. Context of how things are progressing right. instead of just seeing the one aspect of pay per view stuff. So
1: right. Well, you know, we'll we'll see what happens, uh, and I hope you guys stay along for the ride for that, because I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and you guys are going to get a lot of freaking content from us, and it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, let me quickly run down the card from last week, and then we'll go into some notes about the show, and then I got some uh, some fun stuff to talk about before we talk about Explosion, and then watch the December 10th, 2003 weekly pay-per-view. Uh, so last week, uh, we've already said it about seven times, but low-key defeated Christopher Daniels and Kid Cash to become the new number one contender for the X Division title. Michael Shane and Shane Douglas, who I think should be called Shane Douglas is the tag team, defeated Chris Sabin and Sanjay Dutt, and Tracy with an eye was ring X made his final appearance, I believe it was his final appearance, uh, defeating Don Harris. Then America's Most Wanted uh, defeated David Young and Glenn Gilberti and Swinger and Diamond to become the number one contenders for the NWA Tag Team Championships, which we'll be seeing on the show today. Abyss, Kevin Northcutt, and Legend defeated uh, the the reunited one-night-only gathering, where CM Punk and Julio teamed back up with Raven. And then in the main event, Jeff Jarrett defeated AJ Styles to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. And that match went 19 minutes and 27 seconds. And AJ Styles was, things, was
0: once again, kind of presented as being lesser than
1: Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, well, that's how that goes. Uh, now, me and Bob gave the show a straight thumbs in the middle. We didn't hate it, didn't love it. Um, you know, it's just what it is. So, Bob, what do you think the readers of The Observer thought about last week's show?
0: Uh, I'm going to say they went thumbs up.
1: They did. The majority, which isn't a lot, gave it a thumbs up. 52.4% and only, actually I shouldn't say only, but uh, 47.6% gave it a thumbs down. No one was in the middle. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. Pretty cutting.
1: Uh, And David does say for, for whatever this is worth, they had a terrible response for the December 3rd show. And Bob, if you would like to know how many people voted. I will tell you this week A total Nine No More than that come on uh, A total of 21 say, people Oh come
0: on because there's been a way There's been like, like 13 one time Or something like that It was pretty bad
1: I don't know dude 21 people That's pretty fucking long It's pretty fucking bad Well, What do you think got voted on as the best match of the show I think the 21 people would say that Cash,
0: Daniels, and Loki was the best match.
1: Well, you would hope so, but it was not, actually. And it also wasn't that unanimous. Uh, Styles and Jarrett was voted on as the best, and in second place was the number one contender tag team match with uh, America's Most Wanted winning that one. What? Yeah. Those two-
0: Cash, Daniels, and Loki didn't get anything?
1: Nope. Oh, my God. So what was voted on as the worst the match?
0: Uh, I'm going to say X against
1: Don Ears. Yeah, that one That one was one of the worst. Which makes sense, I guess. God. Um, But needless to say. Uh, Dave says here that the show had been promoted for a few weeks around the Jarrett vs. Styles for the NWA title. It wasn't the best match the two have had, but still a good match. The TNA title match pattern is becoming far too much like WWE, where you have the obligatory ref bump, challenger gets a visionary fall, and tons of running run ins on every finish. Now, listen to this. I'm mean, gonna hang on tight. Ready? This one features interference by Don Callis, Eric Watts, Kevin Northcutt, Joe Legend, CM Punk, Julio De Niro, Abyss, Chris Harris, James Storm, Jimmy Hart, who ran in as the second ref, and finally, Kid Cash.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a cluster. Yeah. Uh, if you were to have asked me, to name everybody
1: that interviewed interfered in the main event. I, I don't think I would have got all of them. No, you can't. There's too many. There's no <laughs> one. He talks about some of the cool spots that happened in the match, such as when like Jarrett went to hit with Styles with the guitar and he hit it with a kick, the enziguri, uh, which is pretty cool. He blocked the guitar shot with a fucking right. kick. I mean, it was pretty sweet. Um, and then, of course, I believe this was the show where Cash essentially joined forces with Jeff Jarrett at the end. Yep. Because Cash brought that second guitar out. Um, they've also been subtly building Raven back up and in his promos, continually mentioning the NWA title is his destiny, which we've been pointing out. And it seems like they're, we're probably going to get another Raven-Jarrett match coming up soon, if I had to take a guess. Um, the live crowd was down to 750, which was not great. And it was... In the high thirties and rainy, so it would have been no fun to stand in line to get in. So I don't know if he's necessarily blaming the weather on how many people were there, but he certainly brings it up. And I guess it wouldn't be a very fun time standing outside in thirty degree weather waiting to get in for free. But I would probably do it.
0: I mean, so. I think we've, I think we've waited in some pretty bad temperatures. Yeah,
1: I mean, I've waited in blizzards for concerts for like hours, and so, so it's, I mean, it's not like it'd be new, but. Uh, regardless. Maybe the people in Nashville just weren't feeling it. Thirty? I don't know. That's uh some people move down to Tennessee because they don't want to get be in thirties anymore, and there they are. I mean, yeah, and isn't it like Tennessee where like if they
0: even see one thing of snow, it's like fuck, lockdown. Bob, Lock, I feel like,
1: I feel like if you are below like Pennsylvania <laughs> it's snow and and for those who don't understand, me, me and Bob live in the Northeast, and we get lots of snow. So if your city shuts down because of an inch of snow, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you know, it was funny. So uh, I worked with a, a new guy, and uh, he, he's a kid. He's like 20. And he and he came from California, right? Oh, wow. And he was like, hey, yeah, dude, like my girlfriend and I, we just got a new dog or whatever, and we had to drive to... Buffalo, and, like, we drove through a blizzard, right? And he shows me a video of, like, what he took.
2: Of the blizzard.
0: Yeah. You and I would not consider that a blizzard. That's it right. was a light snow. And he's like, dude, it was fucking bad. It was a blizzard. Yeah, mean, it's like, kind of crazy. You can, I was like, you can see everything. There's nothing. I mean, it's just a light right. snowfall. <laughs> like it, it was sunny out too the, it's, it's sunny <laughs> and i was <laughs> like it's that. it doesn't look that bad like i don't our definition of blizzard is way different i okay. can't wait i mean yeah. like he's been here for a few years i guess but i can't wait for like when it's real bad and like sleet and eyes and like and whatever i'm like so know. what would you consider this yeah, <laughs> like if, is, if
1: that was a blizzard before what is,
0: what, what is this is, yeah is this like a all natural right. disaster like you can't like just
1: stay in shelter all day right that's funny yeah um, so they also set up the battle of face teams when America's Most Wanted won that three-way match we just discussed to earn the title shot. Um, and we, as we mentioned, they teased those problems between Diamond and Swinger and Gilbert and Young uh, a, backstage before the match. Uh, they teased a possible heel turn by 3 Life crew when Jarrett was trying to recruit them, as Jarrett did the old, you're either with me or against me deal that everyone has to choose sides. The story of the main event and Cash interfering is that Cash chose his side, although that should be no surprise since he's been a heel for months. Uh, strangely, Loki won the three-way over Cash and Daniels for the X Division title uh, in the to earn the shot at the X Division title because he was returning to Japan and couldn't uh, do the date. They did an angle later in the show where Daniels put Loki's head into a chair. And they did the neck injury gimmick, so Loki will be announced as not getting the shot apparently, and it is rumored mm. that Daniels is going to be getting it instead. So they started to build with uh, also those, sorry this is uh, also no they started to build up Chris Sabin mentioning the Ultimate X again, which they were originally going to do on the Big Show, and the plan is to build for a January X Division title match with Sabin, Michael Shane, and Daniels. As well as low-key if they can arrange it on a week where he's not in Japan.
0: So they're trying, they want to do a
1: four-way? It sounds like, yeah. Four-way Ultimate X, potentially. Oh, well, right. Because Saban did say, he did I'm, like assuming, I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's, it's talking about the Ultimate X, yeah. So he's talking about Ultimate X again. I want to build for this big X exhibition title match. Why not make it an Ultimate X? That's and funny. that, those four names and an Ultimate X, sign me up. I, I mean, that would probably be really good. Right. Uh, they also teased an angle with Goldilocks and Tracy. I forgot about this, Bob, but uh, there apparently has been talk of turning Goldilocks' heel since she does have potential to get people to hate her. Right, because that's in
0: reference to backstage when Tracy was like, Eric doesn't have power. And she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, of course he does.
1: And it, it was the same one where she... What the she was Goldilocks was doing her makeup, and she's like, This is my locker room, and she's like, Uh, no, it's not. I'm gonna just do my makeup too.
0: It's kind of interesting because Goldilocks, when she was a backstage interviewer, she definitely was somebody that I think I know for myself, like, I was really surprised with uh, how I guess like inspiring that character could be. Because, like, like, I even told her when we interviewed her, like, a lot of female personalities or characters always, like, walked over and treated like right. shit. And then the goalie locks is like, no, fuck you, I'm going to fucking stand up for myself. Right. So you have that, and now if they're... I think goalie locks could be effective as a heel. Mm-hmm. And... it'll be interesting to really see it on a week to week basis and like focusing on it because from what I can remember, I think there is some good stuff, you know, in that uh, character change. So,
1: yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what, how, how it's going to play out and where, what, what what's their plan with that and how are they going to, I think you got to get her away from Eric Watts at that point, right? unless you turn Eric Watts heel as well, which uh, he's easily hateable if you ask me. So,
0: Yeah, Eric Watts is definitely hateable. I don't know how... I'm trying to think of how how they could even say that he doesn't have power, because like we've like learned, it's 50, It's like 50-50. Eric Watts has got NWA,
1: right? And then Cal's is TNA? Or is it the other yeah, one? Per- nope, nope, you're right. Okay. And I think it... Isn't it supposed to be something like... Eric Watts is 51%. Didn't they try to pull that at one point or something or was it the opposite? I don't know. They it, tried to It was weird because I feel like I feel like there, there was like two
0: different things. Like Eric Watts was the day-to-day matchmaking
1: thing and then Don Calls right. was like I'm the long-term like right. aspect of it. Right. So like essentially it almost seems like Don Calls couldn't make a match unless Eric Watts essentially agreed with it. But he could override him if he wanted because he was, like, the yeah. in-ring guy. Right. So you could think of Watts as, like, in-ring and Don Kells as, like, the business, like, behind-the-scenes kind of guy.
0: Right. So it would be, like, let's say Don Kells was, like, uh, uh, let's say Jeff Jarrett wasn't champion. Obviously, there's some kind of alignment here. So let's say Cal, let's say AJ Styles was champion. Don Kells could be, like, it's going to be AJ and Jeff Jarrett? And then Eric Watts could be, like, all right, I'll give you that. But you're going to be handcuffed to me at ringside. Yes. Wedge something in there to, like, balance it out.
1: And he did often.
0: And I'm sure he will continue
1: to. Right. I'll tell you what, though. Eric Watts is our longest-standing authority person at this point, I believe. Yeah, well,
0: he didn't have a whole lot of competition, really.
1: No, most of them lasted a week or two.
0: Right. J.J. Dillon lasted an opening segment.
1: Right. I mean, he was. <laughs> we never
0: saw him again. Wow,
1: dude. J. He J. retired, Dillon. I
0: think. I think he retired after his one showing.
1: Well, tells you about the situation going on in the asylum back in the day. But um, Also, I think that this is the last note uh, directly regarding last week's show. Uh, and he, Dave mentions that Shane Douglas seemed to pick up his game inside the ring this week, working with Michael Shane against the X division guys Chris Saban and Sanjay Dutt, which ended in Dutt being pinned after Tracy used the pie in the sky on him. Mm. So and it, it, I think it was, I can't remember if it was Dutt but that Douglas was bumping around pretty good for. Was it Dutt or was it Saban? I, I want to say it was Dutt. Either way, he was uh, making them look real good. So props to Shane Douglas for doing that.
0: Yeah, because I I definitely remember noticing that he was flying around pretty decent. For I want it, it could have been Saban. I think it was.
1: Done. I think yeah, I think so too. Either way, like I said, he uh, to put his ego aside. Not saying he has one or anything. I've never. I don't know if I've heard much bad about Shane Douglas, but some some wrestlers cannot do that.
0: I don't think. I think. She, From a business sense, I don't think Douglas has really put a a fight about. I don't think so. No, and
1: thank God because I I I freaking love Shane Douglas.
0: He might have in ECW been like, I ain't doing that, but
1: right. But it's cool to see uh, someone who is a known talent bump around for some X Division guys who maybe not a lot of people know. Yeah,
0: I mean Douglas could be aware that his days as a main event actor kind of going down, which is nuts because. Two months ago, he was involved in uh, probably the most entertaining feud of maybe of the year. Potentially, yeah, with Raven, right? And to think that now, here in December—that was like September—and now here in December, it's kind of like mid-card guy, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, how how quickly that stuff kind of just
1: spins out, right? Um, I have uh, I have some bad news. Before some longer uh, note stuff, but
0: on a scale of one to ten, how bad is
1: it? Oh, it's ten. Okay, this is ten. This is ten. Um, unfortunately, you're, you're you're laughing, so I don't know if this is a ten. Uh, I think it's a ten, man. But you're making me you're making me laugh about it, and you know sometimes you know some people don't know how to cope with death, and right now that's what's happening. Why? Who died? Why are you un-
0: laughing about someone dying?
1: I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at you, Bob. But unfortunately... I have, I have not done anything to just... I'm trying to get it out. That. Damn it. Okay, go ahead. Malice has passed away at age 36.
0: Well, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, it's a bummer,
3: man.
0: It is definitely a 10.
1: That's what I'm saying. Uh, and I believe it is said that he was actually... I thought I had it somewhere here. Uh, yeah, he was—he was found dead in his hotel room on December sixth, so just four days before this show, um, in Japan, after he finished his tour with All Japan Pro Wrestling.
0: That—that's—that's uh, that's obviously very uh, unfortunate. When was the last time when we had seen him?
1: It's been too long, if you want my my opinion there, but uh, it's been a while. Let me see. I can't remember. He made an appearance, and I, he, I'm pretty sure he had a match, to one final match, and then I think that was kind of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look it up quick here, but... Here I am looking for the name Malice, and about seven people have the name Malice in their wrestling name. Right.
0: Uh, well, I mean, you got to... Malice started off pretty good in TNA, in the the main event scene, with uh, Shamrock. And then he had a pretty memorable match with Sabu, where he he fell off the top rope or off the ladder through a table. That was nuts. That was probably one of the first big, like, holy shit moments. Yeah, dude, that was nuts. (laughs) And then, uh, unfortunately, he was uh, inserted in a feud with fucking... Ron Harris. Right? Or Don was it Don? do
1: it Don. It was Don.
0: And I believe wasn't he in the technically in a match that was uh, scrubbed off of Impact Plus because of the shirt?
1: He was. And I believe that was uh, on if I I could be wrong on my, my shows here, but uh, it was uh, the pay-per-view number eight, if I'm remembering correctly, and it was a tables match. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, I'm I'm not having luck finding it because it was a random appearance. He made a return. It was in 2003 here because he came back and I was like, oh, shit. And then he never had a match. So it's listed that his final match was November 20th, 2002. But we, we have seen him at least one more time since then.
0: That's what I was that's what I was thinking. But I was- no,
1: he did. It was just like I said, I can't. There's not an easy way to look this up because I'd have to figure out exactly which show. He made his return on, right, and because he since he didn't have a match, it didn't it didn't lead to anything, which is unfortunate.
0: What was he there when Mike Awesome came in?
1: Holy shit! Fucking Mike! I forgot Mike Awesome came, dude. A lot's happened. Let me see. I don't like I said. I don't I don't remember let's, the
3: exact. let if show. I can. Uh...
0: Because usually Wikipedia is pretty good with even telling you the last time. Okay, so he came back on March nineteenth, two thousand three, to help Slash and Brian Lee combat Triple X in a three-on-three battle.
1: Dude, there we go. That's the one. That's what I'm thinking of.
0: March nineteenth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: But yeah, unfortunately,
0: last appearance.
1: It's a bummer, but he wrestled a shit ton in all Japan. I mean, I'm scrolling. Okay. From, yeah, literally... So, you said that was March 18th? March 19th. 19th. Okay, so on the 22nd of March, until the end of his career, he wrestled in All Japan a lot. That doesn't surprise me. So, he was he was big in Japan. He, and actually, right before had, that, he was he in
0: Japan. He definitely had the look of a, a guy that would be used in
1: Japan. Right, well, on, on the... Uh, the November 20th, 2002 pay-per-view, where he had his final actual match in TNA. After that, he had a USA Pro match, and then it's like a WWA tour. Then he had two matches in XPW, and then it's like almost essentially all, all Japan except one other USA Pro match. Hmm. So he had uh, really the kind of the, the his TNA and stuff is like, it kind of book, you know, butts right up to the. I mean, it's it's weird to say the end of his career when he essentially has almost an entire year after that, but, yeah, you know what I mean.
0: He was only thirty six.
1: Yeah, dude. Wow, crazy! And he wrestled in Japan or All Japan as uh, Gigantus. So if you want to look up some malice matches uh, from All Japan. Oh, but wow. Yeah. So, this is, uh, it wasn't it, by,
0: it, it would appear that he did not have any illicit substances involved. He It looks like he had a heart attack.
1: Oh, wow. That's really, really crazy. That sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, but, yeah, as Bob said, we don't have to talk too much about it, because it's, uh, we, we've, we watched and we talked about it a lot, but I did really enjoy his early his early run. With us. And uh, I'm a little disappointed that it didn't go further than it did, because I think he had, like, high potential with this Malice character to be, like, main event, like, top-tier heel. Like, I think it was really good. Early on, absolutely. Yes. Um, But moving on, uh, a couple other things here. Uh, As we know, last week, the Bound for Glory pay-per-view has been postponed again. Damn it, Bob! It's just—it's just never gonna happen. Um, Apparently
0: not. It's very
1: difficult to get the show. Right. Uh, Alvarez says this is <laughs> this is news only if you believe that the first time it was po- postponed, they actually, they, then this time they actually did really postpone it. Um, he says, I guess everyone was under the impression that it would take place in early two thousand four, but Jeff Jarrett told everyone last week that it was being moved to May or June. Basically, Hogan's knee is still screwed up despite getting the surgery, and right now there's no timetables for his return. Plus, he's busy trying to turn his daughter, Brooke, into a music superstar, and that takes priority over wrestling right now. It appears he won't actually be working the January 4th Tokyo Dome show either, despite being on the poster for it. And actually, the poster is New Japan's fault because he never committed to it in the first place. And Alvarez ends with, I wouldn't be surprised to see Hogan's knee magically heal in time for WrestleMania. People damn me for saying that, but just wait. And that would be on the heels of WrestleMania 20. And if I'm not mistaken, Bob, he does not appear at WrestleMania 20.
0: That is, I believe, accurate. He does not. So I'm almost positive he does not. Which is crazy because the one, I mean, it's at Madison Square Garden, you'd think.
1: He would absolutely- the 20th anniversary Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, nuts. Definitely show up. Then. Right. He does appear at WrestleMania 21, though I believe. Yes, he does. But yeah, you know, what what do I know? I'm like I feel like I'm Bob knowing these things. I didn't even look that up. So, <laughs> continuing on the the Hogan train here for a minute. Who does he, who does he uh, get involved with at WrestleMania 21? Uh,
0: Muhammad Hassan. Oh, look at you. Who, I know. Brings him, who, who brings him out?
1: Oh, I feel like I should know this. Um, Roddy Piper. Yeah. Damn it. I, I don't remember who brings him out. Eugene. Oh shit! I was about to say it. I was about to say it. Damn. Yeah, dude. They like start beating him up. I think, and then like Hulk like. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Muhammad Hassan who lives in Syracuse.
0: I saw him smoking a cigarette in the Walmart parking lot.
1: That's right. I was not there, but I heard of the story. And I was like, yo, Dallas, you're not going to believe who I just saw. Good stuff. Mark um, so,
0: <laughs> Mark Capone.
1: So moving on about this Hogan stuff here, there's we, we I got a little bit to chat about, and it kind of then blends into the WGN-TV deal that we discussed recently as well. So Yeah, 50
0: is, grand a week, buddy. Put uh, up.
1: <laughs> you wait. You wait. Uh This okay. is my last note, but it's a it's a hefty one, so hold tight. Um, so, as many in TNA upper management expected last week when they did the angle to get away from the Hulk Hogan vs. Jarrett program, it was very subtly noted at, to the point that few picked it up on December 3rd show when Mike Tenay announced, on commentary by the way, that due to his knee injury not responding to the treatment, Hogan has canceled all domestic and international bookings. And we did call that out on commentary last week. Uh, What that meant is that the plans for the, quote, bound for glory pay-per-view headlined by Jarrett vs. Hogan for the NWA title has been put on hold again, which Jeff Jarrett confirmed in a meeting with TNA wrestlers. The blow isn't as bad as the first one, as the late February date was never made public and never confirmed 100% to the pay-per-view companies. Uh, And then he kind of goes into the whole skepticism about him. Is he going to appear, is he not, kind of thing. Um, And Tenei apparently used the phrase international booking to include the Tokyo Dome date. Hogan's side claimed that he never fully committed to doing the date after his arthroscopic knee surgery at the end of October, but he has not informed New Japan that he isn't doing the date either. After everyone was concerned last week, Jerry Jarrett flew to Tampa for a meeting with Hogan face-to-face. Hogan told Jarrett that he wouldn't be able to make the February date, but that he was still with them. You can pause and laugh at that part if you want to quit. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Right. Uh, when asked about WrestleMania 20, Hogan portrayed it as he and Vince McMahon had a different vision of the business and both had agreed that they couldn't work together. Describing his relationship with McMahon to a married married couple who had now been divorced three times. They left the meeting with the idea that they would work together for a major pay-per-view show in May or, more likely, June, which would be billed as the company's second anniversary show. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, The fact that literally days before Hogan telling Jarrett uh, that Hogan's best friend in wrestling, Jimmy Hart, was working on a deal for the show in February in Fort Campbell, Kentucky, makes things even more strange. As it turned out, the deal wasn't going to work out as the people in Fort Campbell weren't going to approve an event on the base in February, but left it open for the future. Uh, It goes on here to say that Jarrett claimed he saw Hogan's knee and it was swollen badly when he saw him, but Hogan was walking fairly well. At the same time, it is only one month since his surgery and there is nearly three months before a tentative February 29th date, which is plenty of time to heal up from a procedure that people often come back from in anywhere from three to six weeks. Canceling this far out, and Hogan not having made even one appearance, either on tape, phone, or live, nor has signed a contract, indicates more. So, pretty good chat here. Um, Several close to the situation have confirmed that Hogan's prime concern right now is attempting to launch the musical and acting career of 15-year-old daughter Brooke and worked out some sort of handshake deal with Disney over the past week. There has been the claim that uh, that people have advised Hogan to steer clear of pro wrestling, or at least WWE, because trying to market his daughter as a Disney star, and have WWE having a negative real-world connotation for raunchiness. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Well, he, Dave mentions that it's uh, not even, it's tame compared to it's, quote glory days. So, regardless. So but they're it,
0: telling him to avoid working with WWE for that reason, but or wrestling in general, essentially. Or okay, but then he's actively talking to TNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no one, I mean and no one's like, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't work for a company or even talk to a company with the name TNA."
1: Oh. No, this is also where it's noted that uh, Brooke will actually be using Brooke Hogan, not Brooke Balea, to cap. Well, of course on. she's going to use Brooke Hogan. I mean, why
0: would – who the hu- – hell? okay, yeah, give me a fucking break. If you, <laughs> if you, it, so this is roughly around the VH1 show, right? Well, think, we're actually probably a couple years away from that.
1: I think we're a couple of years away. Okay so,
0: okay, so let's say she's, like, on MTV. TRL, right? And fucking Carson Daly's like, come on out, Brooke Balea. People are like, who the fuck is Brooke Balea? Exactly. But if you go, come on out, Brooke Hogan, the daughter of Hulk Hogan, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I know Hulk. So I'll I'll learn about the daughter. Of course she's going to fucking use Hogan. Um, yeah.
1: Hogan Knows Best debuted on July 10th, 2005. So yeah, we're a little bit away. Okay. But. So I was thinking, I was going to say 2006. Um, <sighs> that makes sense. But continuing here. Because promoting such a major pay-per-view as TNA is attempting without much of an audience base would require Hogan to open the media doors, making make appearances on major talk shows and handle the lion's share of publicity, he simply wouldn't have time to do both. The canceling of the Tokyo Dome date, which has not been made official in Japan and may not 100% but is most likely, which would also be a payoff well into six figures for one match does indicate that it's not simply shying away from the risk of headlining a TNA pay-per-view show that doesn't draw. Mm. Um, And I think that's kind of where that wraps up uh, before we get into the WGN-TV stuff that kind of flows in. I did leave some details out, so if you are interested in uh, reading more about this, this was on the December 15, 2003 Observer Newsletter, and uh, it's pretty interesting. But uh, there's a lot to talk about that doesn't directly relate to uh, TNA. So pretty interesting. Um, yeah. We'll, every time I think we're going to be done, though, Bob, it keeps going. There's another twist. There's another twist. Hey, absolutely. Um, let me power through this last part here, and then we can kind of get going into this show here. I'm excited to watch Kid Cash and Don Harris. <laughs> at, the same, <laughs> at the same time, uh, TNA has reportedly all but made the decision to buy their way onto WGN-TV at an estimated $50,000 per week price. The show is expected to begin airing mid-January. Now, this is where the game has become far more high stakes for Panda Energy, the financial backers of the company. Most recent reports are that TNA is averaging about 2,500 buys weekly on DirecTV, which are only numbers anything close to the current that anyone would know. Now, Get into some numbers here for a second, but WWE does roughly 20% of its pay-per-view buys on DirecTV, but UFC's numbers are between 25% and 30%, and boxing numbers are closer to 35%. So one could estimate weekly buys from that are between 8,200 and uh, 12,500. Now taking a midpoint of 10,300 at 4.20 per head, which is roughly TNA share. Of a 9.95 show, that would mean taking in about $43,000 per week. The expense of doing a show runs about $85,000. So mm-hmm. there are other forms of income, including probably a $500 per week live gate, but the company is running well into the red. But as a long-term project, if the company was to get a good weekly TV slot, because of Jerry Jarrett's experience at running low-budget wrestling company... This still could work out to be a profitable business down the line. Pretty interesting. Um, And then there's little question that television would need for TNA to eventually be profitable. And also, there is little interest in major cable networks in wrestling, even though Raw remains one of cable's biggest hits. Paying $50,000 per week would only pay off if it adds enough new buyers to the weekly ranks or more than doubles the current output. Uh, and the working idea is to send explosion is to send the explosion date to Memphis and to have both Saturday shows promote each other and to try to run weekend spot shows in the area using TNA talent as well as local talent. So if the WGN deal is finalized and internally it has been talked about as if it's just about to be a done deal, TNA would be looking at producing as an upgraded explosion show for WGN. It would be a similar to the current format, but they would add a main event caliber match each week. There are also plans to shake up the talent situation with the idea that once they get on WDGN that they will be starting from scratch with a new audience. Uh, there is talk of creating a strong baby faces as the focal point of the promotion with Hogan not being involved. The three choices seem to be Raven, Chris Harris, and AJ Styles. Hmm. The blue The belief is that among the people in the building every week, and probably the current pay-per-view viewers, Raven is the most over-character, but the feeling is also that Raven is not a new character, and casual fans may see him as a WWE failure who is their major star. Uh, And then, we don't need to go into all the details about each of these guys, we watch him every single week, Uh, but he does kind of break it down. Like, Raven can cut the promos, and is really the only one of the three who's good at that. Um, then he talks about styles being more athletic, but the negative is his size. Harris has the size and the look, but needing work on his punches and, um, the, all this stuff. So he really breaks it down more. Um, but like I said, we, we know how these three guys work, but Bob, what do you, what do you think about all that with this, uh, potential TV deal and the shakeup that may occur because of it?
0: Uh, I'm kind of surprised that, so it wouldn't be a new show. It would just be explosion. It'd be an upgraded explosion. Uh, an upgraded explosion with a main
1: event match, and I think more TNA guys, less like random indie guys like we've been getting. Probably right, right, of course. Um,
0: I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't think I hate that. Of the three, the three people that you're mentioning, Harris, Raven, and Styles, to be like the the babyface. Uh, Vocal point Mm -hmm. If Hogan's not If Hogan's not there I like I like Raven I enjoy Raven But when he said that fans could see him As a WWE WWE failure Or a cast off, whichever I think that's Very important Because I think a lot of people would Because I make the joke about Sunday Night Heat and like all this stuff If you tune into a new show And the main event guy was actively wrestling On Sunday Night Heat
2: mm-hmm. A year
0: ago And not doing much else I think a lot of fans would be like Oh it's it's a lower level thing Right Obviously You and I are aware of Ravens like ECW and WCW stuff But the WWE Usage I think Plays a major part In the perception of of, For fans AJ Styles would be a great Option if he hadn't Been made out to look like a fucking Jabroni for the last Three or four weeks He obviously has The talent in ring Uh, There's no denying that I think Out of the three guys I'm gonna I would go with Chris Harris Really? Yeah, I yeah. think that this whole notion of his punches. Okay, I don't know if I've ever if we've been watching these shows and I thought, oh, Chris Harris throws a bad punch. I don't, I don't know what the hell that's all about.
1: No, I I don't think they're that bad. I mean, unless I'm totally fucking missing something, and yeah. may, maybe I maybe I am. But I I would be interested to see if he what happens. I guess, if they tried it out. Well, what's the what's the harm in trying it? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I mean, he, he doesn't have, I mean, I guess AJ doesn't really either. But I think with Chris Harris, he's got the benefit of, like, not being known. Like, sure, he was on WSW Worldwide. Oh, well, yeah. Who the fuck is watching Worldwide? In right, right. Not a, not a whole lot of people. Right. So I think uh, Going into it without A clouded opinion already I think, like, oh I know what this guy's all about Is very uh, Interesting and beneficial Because if I were to tune in on WGN And this guy Chris Harris coming out I'd be like, I don't even know who this guy is Right. And I, But I think to some extent For newer viewers, the same could be with AJ But like the size and stuff like that If you're trying to draw in more people in 2003 I would think you might have a better opportunity of grabbing people with a guy like Chris Harris.
1: No, I think that's interesting. And I guess we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I don't know if this deal is actually going to go through. I don't, I don't think it does. I feel like we'd know about it. Um, but we'll we'll see what evolves. And even if it doesn't go through, are they going to still do this? Are they, Could we potentially see Chris Harris rise to the top to be a a, a challenger for the NWA title against Jeff Jarrett? I think anything's possible. You never know. And, I, and I, I think Raven is a far better heel, for the record. Well, yeah. Maybe he just needs to join Jared, like everyone else is apparently doing. You never know.
0: You never know. We'll have to stay tuned and, uh, and find
1: out. That's right. Keep listening to the, your favorite TNA Wrestling podcasts to find out. Uh, Bob, let's touch on Explosion here, and then we will get into this show. Uh, it's been a it's been a long opening one time, but we had a lot of great discussion and a lot of good notes. Uh, so throwback to to the old listeners who likes uh, the old format better, even though I still have notes to talk about during the show. So
0: just imagine that if Dale still had other notes, we'd be here for another 45 minutes.
1: <laughs> no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, <laughs> but uh, Explosion was taped on the same day as the show we're watching, December 10th, 2003, and it aired on December 13th, 2003. And it featured the following three matches. Elix Skipper defeated Brian Gamble. Sharkboy defeated David Young. Sanjay Dutt defeated John McChesney. Oh. And then in the main event, Johnny Swinger and Simon Diamond defeated J-Rock and Jason Porcaro. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we've heard John McChesney's name before. He's a... We- Pennsylvania guy.
1: Yeah, I think we heard a bunch of these guys' names before.
0: Yeah. So uh, uh,
1: and the, uh, There there was one other match that took place before Explosion, oh, okay. um, and it's Sonny Siaki defeating Adam Booker.
0: Hmm. Um, all right,
1: well, if that was on
0: WGN, I probably wouldn't really care.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, yeah, if you want to look at it like that, this was one of the weaker Explosions we've had in a while. They've been pretty stacked recently well yeah and you know what what's crazy too though is uh
0: i'm sure that at some point you know if, if uh tna were to incorporate a main event match i'm sure that there'd be like this week it's x against don harris and then all these other jobber matches so i was like <laughs> have fun with that Like the first couple of weeks it's like superstars in like 20 uh, when they're nah, like the Undertaker and matt hardy and like the next week
1: it's like Jack Swagger is taking on Hornswoggle. It's so bad that I remember when they announced Matt Hardy and Undertaker, and for some reason you're like, "Oh!" And then like, it's like <laughs> "What?" That's how it was they got on you. WGN too, which is crazy. There you go. But they got you to freaking watch it for some reason.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's funny. It is funny because I next week it's John well. Morrison taking on uh, fucking
0: uh, Otis or not Otis. What's his fucking name? What was Luke Allo's name?
1: Oh, fucking Festus. Festus. John Festus. Otis.
0: You know, he was a taller <laughs> version of
1: Otis. Just, he only would go nuts when the bell rang. Like, it was know. a little different, but we'll take it. Uh, but on that note, Bob, that's all I got. All right, Dallas, then it's time to get into the show.
0: If you want to follow along... Head over to Impact Plus, or if it's in your own personal collection, maybe it's on a VHS tape. I don't know. Maybe you still have a VCR. I sure don't. But I know people that do. You can watch along with Guilty. us. I should get a VCR. I should just do it.
1: But I don't have any VHS tapes, so I don't know why I would. I could let you borrow my my uh, bootleg SummerSlam 2002 VHS if you want.
0: Oh, perfect. That's great. Uh, uh you can watch along with us if you go any of those uh routes or you can just listen to us for the next i don't know probably hour and 54 minutes or something uh, as we try to enjoy the december 10th 2003 nwa tna weekly pay-per-view i'm going to count down from five and when i say play that's when we're going to start playing and watching and so would you if you want to do that or just continue listening along don't worry it's ad free because you know we don't do that type of stuff here Largely because we don't have any sponsors, but that's fine. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Well, there
3: you
1: go, Bob. We have a Malice tribute. I mean, it's just his name, but it's in our in our version. It's nice to see that. Um, we were told they potentially did one for Mad Mikey, but we didn't see it. So uh, nice to see that they did do that with Malice.
3: Look at this Jeff Jarrett video package. They keep zooming in on Jeff Jarrett's face. The choice, the choice is your is yours. pal. Don Callis has the
0: power. We're running the show. How do we feel about Kid Cash and Jarrett? Uh,
1: I think it's a re- it's kind of a weird um, team. I you could almost say it's a similar idea. I feel like of. Um, Shane Douglas and Michael Shane, like, you got the little guy that people hate, and then you got the big, like, the heavyweight See, guy that's, that people hate. that's
0: exactly what I was going to say. You have a coward heel with another coward heel doing, like, me, I would assume, like, the dirty work. Right. But you're right. It's the same kind of, like, I don't even think if I would have thought about that if you had said that, if you hadn't said that.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if I hate it, but it's a weird, it's weird. It's like, like I said, Michael Shane, Shane Douglas. I don't hate it, but it's kind of weird. But look, there's the kick of uh, Styles with the guitar. Someone in the crowd got a real nice piece of that. I mean, like, real nice.
0: <laughs> I like how it took someone uh, the better part of almost 20 months to figure out, hey, just kick the guitar. Kick it, yeah. Or if you're Sting, use a baseball bat.
1: Right. Kid cashed through Jimmy Hart, the ring, hit him. And there's a guitar. He laid it down. He was going to give the Styles Clash to Kid Cash onto the guitar, but Jarrett stole it. And Styles notoriously does not look down when he hits the Styles Clash. That's how he nearly broke Frankie Kazarian's neck a few months ago. Just kidding. It's because he, he tucked his chin instead of putting his head back, but...
0: Jared and Cash. Jared's like, it, yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny. It's funny when they're on knees like that. He's pointing at him, And, like, Jared's like, what? It's like they're miming
1: each other. Like,
0: is that me? Right? Just yeah. smaller?
1: <laughs> What's going Rais- on? Raising scary. the hand at the end. Oh, no. They're doing this really shitty thing. Look, this is at 622 Central Standard Time before the show. Victims. It says Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart, Rick Steiner.
0: How can you read that? I can't even He's
1: saying it. it. Dusty oh. Rhodes. Toby Keith, Vince Russo, Tennessee Toby Titans. Keith. Soon to be victims. America knows wanted, AJ Styles, Don Harris. I can't, I can't see what the one on the.
3: Eric Watts. I thought it said something walls. I was like, what? On the fence is three life crew.
1: Gilbert says, I got guys, they're in. He's talking about Swinger and Diamond, who are not in the room here. In the room, we got Kels in the front. We got the red shirts: David Young, Kid Cash, Glenn Gilberty. Glenn, if you want to stay, in, you got to keep his mouth shut. Oh, David Young. David's Look, still there, and they hate him. There's Swinger and Simon. There is two chairs with duct tape on the back, with no one sitting in them. Do you like the cinematic view? Because I fucking hate it.
0: I'm not a fan of it, and I don't
3: think it's like good quality. Did you take the jail? Wow. I missed who he just said
1: a name, but Kale said that it's the check is working on. And here's another shot of another locker room. We have The Gathering. Not Raven, though. Uh, Saban. Saban Styles and America's Most Wanted. What is this Chris is wearing? a fucking... That's a schmock that you wear in art class. Oh, my God. That was at 645, I like think it said. And here's Goldilocks and Watts on the phone. Oh, he's here. Perfect, he says. Punk looks like he's trying not to hold them laughing right now.
0: I'd be laughing if I saw Chris Harris wearing that. I can't believe that. Harris looks like he's, like, doing pottery art, and that's, like, what he's wearing. That's for. what I mean, dude. It's his art smock. Yeah. It's
1: horrible. Are well, the rumors true? Styles says, man, i Who the bet. fuck
0: are we talking about?
1: Someone's here. CM Punk just questioned Watts running the show. Styles said, I, I can't do this. I'm leaving. Talk about it later. Watts says, we need to team up on this. Tonight, I got a surprise. Oh, Bob, what do you think it's it is? A surprise. Is it Brutus the Barber Beef King? Could it be the ultimate maniacs, Hulk Hogan? It's the Zodiac. It's the Zodiac. Okay, Bob, we are in the arena. You're getting a shot at the crowd. We had 750 last week. What do you think we are at this week?
0: Uh, I'm going to say 900.
1: Yeah, they wish. Fuck. Uh, 650. 650. What? Is that right? Yeah. What the fuck? Heavily papered down? at 650. Heavily papered at
0: 650?
1: Oh, they have confirmed. Michael Shane defends against Christopher Daniels tonight. Oh, my
0: God. keep so Cash opening us up. Here. Heavily papered at 650.
1: Yeah,
0: that ain't good. Oh, my God. That, that must mean, like, nobody wanted to be there.
1: Maybe it was uh, snowing. The city was shut down, but they came out anyways. Maybe it was snowing. One of the dancers has a... Uh, oh, look, at the this dancer is saying, like, yeah, Master of the Hurricane Rana. Because he is. CubeCats is the Master of the Hurricane Rana. Yeah, of course he is. I fear no man's sign, but he's, he's facing a man that he potentially fears, and Don Harris... What a Bob's so taking There's with the no Blue potential. Brothers.
0: There's no potential.
1: He's absolutely terrified of him. Oh my god! Look at the tron of him. What the at.
0: hell was that?
1: Heavy D. Now, little did everyone know, Heavy D is actually Bob's nickname in high school. <laughs> He's so so wait, good. wait, wait! Kevin Northcutt just attacked Don Harris from behind, and there is legend.
0: On oh. uh, Northcote, I think s- s- he missed that uh, forearm
1: shot. Yeah, just a, just by a little bit. They're whipping Harris against all the guardrails here. Is this match even going to take place?
0: Oh it's shit! Same... I see
1: people with a hot rod, we're supposed to get Piper today, aren't we? Oh no! I You're don't... right. I think it was rumored to
0: come back tonight. I totally forgot about that. Damn
1: it! That ain't good. No, it's not good at all. It sucks. Well, can't do it. you uh, can't have it all, Bob. <laughs> you can't have it all. Yeah, I mean, not everything can be a winner. Look, the bell has rang. Don Harris has knocked down Kid Cash. Just like, really? Andrew Thomas is a ref, so you know there's going to be a bump.
0: I mean, Don Harris is definitely
3: still going to win this match, right? If I had to guess,
0: he ain't about to lose.
1: I don't know, dude. We'll see. We should
0: lose. I mean, Kid Cash apparently getting a a heel push here. Right.
3: At
1: least I would assume he's getting a heel push. Well, he's a. Uh, Kid Cash is just kicking. Don Harris comes back, tries to do a leaping clothesline. Don Harris s- does not fall. Doesn't even have Swings it right. Kid Cash ducks. Goes for a crossbody. Gets caught. Tossed over. Kakashi just crushed himself on that move. Sure did. And he like That was like, he is holding himself like, oh shit. He's up though. He's getting some right hands. Up against the rope, comes back, back body drop, boom.
3: Shitty clothesline by
0: Don Harris, and another very shitty one, and another. For being a huge guy, he does a very weak running clothesline. Yeah, that wasn't very good. He doesn't even, like, follow through on it.
3: No. And all he gets his a big right hand on to the top. They're going over to the announce table. Smash Mouth. Oh, Don Harris caught the chair. Oh, and hits cool. KitKat with that.
2: You're not good enough from that. <laughs> Devastating.
1: I gotta say though, I'm glad they're kind of starting with this because if they like, we were midway through the show and they put this on, I'd be like, "Wow!" Like, yeah, that's here.
0: that's a good point. Get it out of the way.
3: Kekesh breaking out of a choke slam. Off the up comes
1: back. Oh no! A a single-person H bomb. Yeah, I mean it pretty much was. Oh, there's Northcutt almost pre bumped on those punches on the apron, but. Harris knocks both red shirts off the apron. Jarrett's here with a her fucking guitar as Andrew Thomas's back is Hoping, turned with the man. red He's shirt. He's got to help his new pal. Oh, fuck. He's done. Look I at Kit what... Cash throw the pieces out.
0: It's smart.
1: They never I, do that.
0: I love how they have to use the main event world champion to knock out Don Harris for him to do a job.
1: Right. Red shirt's yeah. going after him, though, right away. I'll tell you what, dude, that was quick. That was easy. I'm totally fine with this placement on the card. And look, we're going right into a Jeff Jarrett promo. Here comes Callas with the title.
3: You're there with me or we're against? Or against?
1: Like Kid Cash decided last week, you get rewarded if you're with him. And you're against me. What is he rewarded with? You look like Don
3: Harris. Oh,
1: yeah, look what happened to him. AMW can't stop him. Raven can't stop me. AJ Styles, sure as hell, can't stop me.
3: You ain't even gonna show up tonight, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper,
1: yeah. So get ready for the fucking bagpipes, Bob.
0: Um, uh, I'm here to kick ass and do bubblegum.
1: i a lot of and I'm probably not gonna kick your ass. Here comes Agent Styles with a chair. Oh. Headshot to Legend. Headshot
0: to like, everyone. Put, uh, put, put your hands up. They're all bitches. Oh fuck! There well, is. Jared didn't put his hand up. That looked like I caught him right on the forehead.
1: Well, so did Legends, dude. Legends was wicked hard on the head.
0: I'm pretty sure Raven was the one that said, like, if you put your hands up on chair shot, I'm just gonna hit you harder. <laughs> but then, ironically, I'm pretty sure Raven puts his hands up every single fucking time.
1: Well, he's not the one swinging it, is he? That's, that's, true. that's true. They're surrounding the ring. Styles has a chair. Will we find out who the surprise is? Is it Sting? Could Sting come back and help mm-hmm. out Styles again?
0: Oh, the light's going to go out? It's going to be set.
3: Oh. oh. Fuck. <laughs> Roddy it's Roddy Piper. Piper. Son of a bitch.
1: Well, we hear the music. We haven't seen him yet, but... That's true. It could be his work. Look at Jared. He's just staring like, what? Who's, you... Whose music is that? Oh my God. Bob, does that bagpiper not look like Carol Baskin's husband? Oh my God, it does. I figured it out.
0: <laughs>
3: the Nashville the pipes Nashville. and Drums. <laughs> look
1: at this guy.
0: Oh my God. What a
1: great fucking
0: introduction.
1: Why are they doing live performance for Piper's return?
0: Because this is a huge moment. Al. What are you talking about?
1: I would have liked this for his like first appearance, maybe. That, that looks
0: like Carol Baskin.
1: Yeah. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, welcome to the TNA Cross the Line podcast.
0: <laughs> Speaking, of, have you have you watched the new uh, Tiger King at all or no? I have. Oh, yeah, I have not yet. I,
1: I'll i tell you right now, if you enjoyed season one, I'd recommend watching season oh, two. Oh, fuck. It's not as crazy, but, like, it, I got plenty of enjoyment out of it, and it's only five episodes. Oh, wow, only five, okay. Yeah, it's worth it. Here's Piper. He looks like he got a fucking haircut. Remember the promos yes. we had? Like, Piper looks good here. Like, this is, he looks not disheveled. Yeah. He took the flag that one of the guys was carrying out. What is that? Oh, it's an NWA flag. It looks like an NWA wild side flag. No, that wouldn't surprise me. No, it looks like just regular really NWA.
3: Styles in the ring. Piper's in the ring. Crowd seems p- pretty excited.
1: I mean, if I was there live, I guess I'd be excited too. But if I was paying $10 and like, Piper just came out, I wouldn't care, probably.
3: And they said I wouldn't be back. I got there for a Why is it sound like he's slurring his speech? Well, he just went past Neverland when he was shooting a movie, said. Jesus Christ. He took all his albums out home and he beat it. He's here to claim back. N. W. A. That's his roost, the National Wrestling Alliance. He's going to wrestle, isn't he, Bob? You what?
1: Look at the sign. Smells like WCW. Ooh. Hoo-hoo. Look at them holding it up again, trying to get on camera.
3: Oh, my God. NWA was the godfather of wrestling.
1: Health insurance for guys in like the this. What are we
0: talking about? Why are we talking about worker benefits here? Do
1: you think that TNA was offering benefits back in 2003?
0: Uh, I'm going to say no.
1: Yeah, probably not. You were lucky if you got 100 bucks.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if they were offering benefits in, like, 2014.
3: Well, Piper's naming the people that he just had listing. Yeah, so he had cancer. He beat it, and then you beat him up. Oh,
1: Piper said, I'm the only
0: guy Hogan couldn't beat. Bob, is that true? Uh, I believe so. I don't think. Wait a minute. I think Hogan beat him. I feel like he's had to have, right? Let me let me double check here. I, I don't know necessarily cleanly. Okay. I okay. believe he does have a pinball victory over Roddy Piper. Let me double check. Yeah, so at Super Brawl 7, Hogan defeated Roddy Piper. That's a WCW. Correct. Hmm. That took him a while, though. I I don't think you ever beat him in dead if you have. That's pretty, pretty wild. I from what I can remember. And yeah, because Piper beat him at Star K ninety six with a sleeper hold, which was nuts. I, I feel what, like I have Halloween havoc. I feel like Hogan technically won that one too. I don't really remember how he beat him, but Okay, Jared
3: just threatened to beat him up. Why don't you
1: do it right now? What's this? Who's
0: me? Is that d That's d Brown.
1: Oh, shit. D-Lo Brown is back. He's wearing his track pants. He's long white sleeve shirt that's tucked in. His down.
0: music was like DMX stuff. Oh, he just hit Jared with a set out powerbomb thing. Snap power sign by AJ. Remember, these guys are undefeated tag team styles in D-Lo. The greatest five weeks of our lives. Piper doing some wild knee strikes. <laughs> For real. Northside. Trying to fight off legend. Oh, d throws the flag. flag. Jabs legend hits Northcote over that and back. Same thing for legend. Oh,
1: my God. All right, so, Bob, hear me out for a second. Wait, here's Eric Watts. He is the, his star. Look at Piper's waving thought, the flag. I Let's thought see.
0: Watts was about to attack him. And just for the record, Piper did win it. Havoc. But Hogan does have a victory, a decisive victory at Super Bros. So. Interesting. Jeff the Jack That is not getting over, Watts.
1: Jeff the Jackass
0: Jarrett thing is not getting over. We need to stop it.
1: There's a small infant in the crowd I just saw. That's fine. That's fitting. What's happening tonight? Eric Watts is not going out with a fight. Starting tonight. I'm gonna make your life a living hell. I feel like
0: he's been making his life a living hell far longer than just starting.
1: But if you go get yourself a partner and you better bring Kalos with you because you're going to fight D.Lo Brown, AJ Styles, and in the main event. So D.Lo and Styles teaming up against Jarrett and a partner in the main event.
3: When it gets better, he said. He says, four or five weeks ago, Kalos kicked you out of the building. How would you like to be the equalizer tonight and be ringside in the main event? He so said, this one's for you, Hawk.
0: And then he does a, a saying that I don't think I've ever heard Hawk say.
1: Yeah, I was definitely thought he was going to. I thought he
0: was going to be Hawk. like, what a rush.
1: Right, right. And say he was like, piss on me and watch me grow. What the hell? I don't know what that even means. Okay, bagpipes. Nashville pipes and drums playing again. We okay. yeah, a main event tonight. The crowd seemed pretty excited about all that. And listen, like I was just you, about to say, I
0: thought so. I thought they were pretty like, oh, okay, whatever.
1: Well, excited about as like DLo came out, they were pretty excited to see like yeah, yeah, the, so. the announcement of the main
0: event. Not so much.
1: I like this gear it, here for them. America's Most Wanted backstage with Scott Hudson wearing yeah, an awesome white and like gold attire. Really nice. Storm looking like he's in better shape as I'm well see him again. But Harris says they've been waiting for this match for four months. Those belts belong to us.
0: Has it been that long since they've had a title shot?
1: I think since they lost them, but really, I guess. They're saying, they're, saying they're coming the back to America's
3: Most Wanted. Yeah, they've been chasing Simon and Swinger for four months. And how has the tide has turned? Because now there's new champions. The uh-huh. Crew. Well, we are We're the best of the business. We are the best.
1: Sorry about your damn love. X Division title match. Okay, before I we get further here, though, yeah. that opening segment, mostly the, the brawling and stuff like that, it kind of reminds me, I, it's not as exciting, so before you laugh at me here, of the end of 2002... When sex was going crazy, and then they brought in, like, Triple X, and, like, it was, like, shit was, like, heating up, and, like, there's lots going on, you know what I mean? And there was, like, the sides fighting, like, we need to get the NWA back, right? Same idea. Not not as exciting, because I think when Triple X came, and then we had, like, Amazing Red killing it and stuff, so not exactly That's a the same. very, okay, at
0: first I didn't know where you were going with this, but... I can see the similarities of, like, the basis of the angle, right? Yeah. Because, like, oh. Sex was, like, oh, that was a... <laughs> they just tried to try to get a the- replay of the entrance. Guys in the truck, can we see Daniels walking down again? Please, we need it. Uh, Well, because, well Sex was always about, like, killing the NWA. Right. I, is, I don't think... Is Jarrett trying to kill NWA? I don't think he is. No, like, no,
1: I don't think so. He, he just, just wants,
0: like, power of right. the NWA. He wants the power of it. And he has his own little group, similar to what Russo had trying to kill it. He just wants yeah. To
1: so it. so the ca- the chaos it, it was kind of exciting. I thought. I mean, it like I said, it's it's nothing like it was last year. Oh. And but it it reminded me of that, so it made me excited to see what they're doing. Hmm. So as a longtime viewer, I'm like, oh shit! Once they get crazy and passionate about this, like I'm kind of excited. Michael Shane coming out with Tracy, gave her a kiss, which is weird because Shane Douglas has also been kissing her, but what do I know?
0: I like how he has the earring like fucking Shawn Michaels.
1: Yeah, well.
0: In his left ear, just dangling down. Jesus.
1: If you're a bad guy, you got to have the dangly.
0: I want him to do a full cosplay of fucking Shawn Michaels. I want him to slowly transition into it. A... Right. Oh. So do I. Well. Oh.
1: Kind of a similar pose here, folks. His kind of version of the Heartbreak Kid yeah. pose. Tracy puts his, her leg over his arm. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little
0: bit. I think we're supposed to think that Tracy's been banging both these guys. That's just me.
1: Well, like I said, the kiss thing was kind of weird. Oh, look at her rubbing the trophy.
0: Uh, where the fuck has Kazarian been?
1: Dude, I don't know where he's been.
0: He was like trying to flirt with the girl in the front row, right? And then, like, we...
1: Yeah, they fucking killed that shit, dude.
0: Yeah. The girl being uh, the future Angelina Love, by the way.
1: Yes. Which is crazy. This is nuts, but... Hold up the title. Daniels first Michael Shane. X Division title. Bob, I got some notes, but before that, do you have any indie notes on our first order of this match? Uh, Dallas, I'm going to fucking plot twist you right now. There is absolutely
0: zero indie notes. Not a fucking soul. For the show? Anything prior, the weekend prior to the show. Next week, there's some stuff. Wow. But this week, no. The only thing I have, and I'll just say it now because he fucking returned, was that fucking d Brown, of course, it was in All Japan Pro Wrestling. And he was having a bunch of matches.
1: Okay, against who?
0: Well, he was teaming up with... uh well, it looks like he was mainly teaming up with, like, Taka Michinoku. Oh, wow. Yeah, against, like, guys that if I were to even try.
1: Well, that's I, why I asked you. Obviously. But
0: <laughs> There's just no fucking way. Uh, Well, actually, on November 27th, he teamed up with Taka oh. against Buchanan, which I think is Bull oh. Buchanan. Yep, it is Bull Buchanan. And uh, Malice. Oh, wow in the Real World Tag League 2003. I'm assuming that's a tournament. I'm assuming, uh, yeah. He They also fought, like, La Parca and Parka Guerrera, which hmm. would be Nasawa. nasawa Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, he was in a six-man where he teamed up with... High, who the fuck is High 6'9"? Neo. I don't know who that is. And Taka against Abdullah the Butcher. Abdullah the Butcher. And Kendo Kation. Now, do you want to take a guess on who Abdullah Abdullah the Butcher would be?
1: I, I don't even know where I would start to guess. I think you know who Kikutaro is. Kikutaro?
0: Yeah. You're kidding. Nope. What? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. That's ridiculous. That's nuts. Uh, okay let's see and then also there. I need to watch some all Japan because these badges are fucking weird uh D'Lo Brown Brown and Taka lost to Jamal in just incredible
1: what the fuck
0: (laughs) that's what I'm saying like what is going on I'm gonna look
1: up all Japan shows after this and fucking try to get some because oh, like Jamal had just incredible team up was Daniels weird. Daniels just hit a split-leg moonsault onto the uh, left leg of Michael Shane, which he was just working on in his submission right before that.
0: Storytelling. Right. Uh, I think... Okay, and then I guess maybe the last All Japan show, uh, or match before D'Lo arriving here, saw I guess D'Lo and in... Dilo Jamal, and Takumichinoku were part of a group Hmm. which was called R-O-N-D, which featured a bunch of people. I'm going to list the people that were part of this group.
1: Wait, look at Tracy's. Sorry, Daniels is distracted by Tracy. Gets thrown into the steel steps here ringside.
0: So R-O-A-D featured Buchanan, Dilo Brown, Malice, Jamal, Matt Morgan, Rico, Ro, Ro, R O Z, oh Rosie. Which was Rosie.
1: Uh, Daniels is busted hard way.
0: Oh, he is busted
1: big time. Really, really, really bad, and he's dripping blood like real bad. So he just hit those steel steps very, very hard. Oh my god,
0: he must have hit the fucking
1: edge. Look at, look at. This is not good. (laughs) Oh, fucking A, dude.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, this is so God. bad. God. Tai K, Taka Michinoku, Gladiator, which is Mike Awesome, and Just Incredible. And this group ran from 2003 to 2005. Uh, all right. Well, the, the last match here was D'Lo Brown, Jamal, and Taka losing to Abdullah the Butcher, KJ Muto, and Sam Greco. Wow. I don't know who Sam Greco is, but I know the other guys. I'm fucking for sure looking up some All Japan Pro Wrestling in the mid-2000s to see just crazy matches. And this Blade, it's not, I can't even say Blade. It's not job, Blade, it's not dude.
2: A
3: blade No way. He
0: definitely cut or hit his head on the side of the ring steps. That's absolutely what happened. I can't even believe it right now.
1: But Watch, it's, Wait, here's the oh, replay. Here here's the replay.
0: Oh, oh dude. man. Right on the tip of it, on the top.
1: And the edge.
0: On the edge, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
1: The edge and that, like, top corner area, dude. I mean, he is... Is that the cut right there on the side of his head? I think it's it might It's got to be. Yeah, corner of this deal. Well, um, okay, so I also have some notes for this match. This has been a fine match so far. We're trying to call some of it, but...
0: Well, here's uh, the thing, too. The, the accidental bleeding probably is leading us to be more interested in this.
1: It certainly is. Michael Shane with a vicious back elbow on Daniels. Um, so, kind of bouncing off of the low-key stuff, this is an Alvarez's uh, little article here. So, it's mentioned low versus Michael Shane was scheduled for the show. Uh, that was to air the day after we went to press, and it was changed to Michael Shane versus Daniels. So, in The Observer, it was rumored. Um, this confirmed that before they actually uh, went on the air. Uh, since Key won the shot and got injured on the same show last week, this is obviously part of a storyline. People would... Or probably would make the most sense if Daniels won the title. That way, he'd have a natural storyline set up with both Michael Shane and low-key. Mm. So if Daniels wins, he could the key could come back and fight him. He's got the few of Michael Shane. I don't disagree with this. Oh. Michael Shane missing a uh, senton from the top, flipping senton. Like a corkscrew senton. Right, right. Um, also, um, I think I have some more here. Let me... I thought it was higher up on my notes. Dropkick to the knee. He's working that left leg still really good.
0: Dragon screw?
3: Yeah. Uh, sure doing? did.
1: So there was a, a AAA show on November 30th. I think, Bob, you might have mentioned this last week. I could be wrong. Uh, but both David Young and Michael Shane worked that show. Yeah, I did. Uh, from Tina, so reports we got are that Antonio Pena was very happy with Michael Shane. Oh no! What is is this going to be? Not good for David Young. <laughs> uh,
0: okay.
1: So Dave says somehow I figured that would be the case, but wasn't happy with Young. <laughs> uh, those who said there who were there said Shane got over more based on the fact that he was related to Shawn Michaels than anything that he did in the ring. Of course. Um, and it's also kind of bouncing off of that too. Hold on, hold on. Uh, there is talk to try about trying to get a tape of that November thirtieth AAA show. Just have footage of Michael Shane performing in front of a rabid audience of eighteen thousand.
0: Holy, that's
1: crazy. That's hey, probably Daniels? more.
0: That's probably more than what TNA gets in a paying audience all year.
1: Fisherman DDT by Michael Shane. Oh, foot on the rope though.
3: David
0: Young. Not happy with David Young. That's fucking classic. (sighs) Poor David Young. What is he doing? Reverse DT? No. Daniels counters with a Snapmare. STO. Signaling for uh, probably the best moonsaw ever.
1: Let's see. Best moonsaw. Oh, he misses it.
3: Tracy on the top
0: rope She hits like a Fez Perez on the top rope Pie in the sky is Yeah it. come on dude Pie in the sky Sorry I'm more of a traditionalist Even though Mike today, The definition of traditionalist Going for the super kick play. Daniel's Countered Going for Something
3: Step over Figure four The it got a
0: Oh wow the amount of times I saw Yuji Nagata defeat Ultimo Dragon in 1997 in WSW with this move pisses me off seeing it right now.
1: Tracy is channeling her inner Lita because her thong is hanging out very far. Hell yeah. Back. Maybe Daniels it was, was maybe, distracted.
2: Maybe
3: this
1: oh, would be my first bubble oh. oh. Oh, he's pulling her pants and the You could easily getting it just out. rip those off. I mean. Oh, they are ripping. They are definitely torn. Oh, boy. He's about to do something to her. He, Angel's wings on Tracy, whose butt is exposed.
0: <gasps> oh, super kick as he was swinging Whoa, around. Whoa, dude. Is that it? Let's see. That was, kinda, that was kind I nice. think he's taking too long. to kick out. One. One.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Kicking out at two.
0: That might have that might have been a good finish there. Just to finish it out there. Oh, he's nice. got something to see. He's,
1: he's got a chain. chain. It looks like Tracy. Of course, out.
0: the Shane Douglas chain. Oh, here's Chris Saban. Oh, whoa! Oh. He punched it out of his hand and Daniels caught it. Well the odds of being able to catch it. Oh, Daniels dexon with it, but the referee oh, saw
1: it. Shit.
0: Son of a bitch. What are you talking about? He's like, I can't hit him with a chain.
1: Tracy's pants are still falling down. She got in the ring to check. Yeah, I mean,
0: they're, Shane. they're completely torn. I mean, there's
1: still your X division champion, Michael Shane. Mike Posey's the biggest heel in the asylum.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, it and was... then
1: he punches Chris Saban. Well, they don't. They probably don't care. They don't like each other. Well, oh, they're there's... going at it now. So it don't matter. This could potentially be teasing toward that ultimate X match. Yeah.
0: Because you did say that
1: it was Sabin, Daniels, Shane and Loki, Right. Right. Security coming to break him up as Michael Shane and Tracy are booking it out of here. Wow. Who's that referee? The long hair one. Who's that? Who is that?
0: I've never seen the guy before in my life.
1: We're going to the backstage area with Scott Hudson, Three Life Crew. Wow. Look at Conan's outfit. Yeah, he's got a jacket
0: of all the NBA team logos, it looks like, with a Lakers jersey
3: underneath it. Mirko's Most Wanted, please
1: believe. Don't get it twisted. Oh, Oh. do we fear you? (laughs) Hell, mother... Hell no. He 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 had to catch himself there. Till you beat the champs. That's right. BG James. We're going to do what we do, and that's taking care of you, AMW. Got to make everything rhyme. Oh, wait a second. Gilberti walks
3: in with uh, David Young.
1: this isn't physical, but as you've noticed, Jeff Jarrett and Don Callis are running the show around here now, right? Yeah, we noticed that. It's my BG James uh, impression.
0: I thought Eric Watts was running
1: it too. Well, he technically is, Bob. But he, he of course, Glenn's going to say Callis is with Jarrett because they're like the heel team. We're, we're mm-hmm. taking over.
3: Killings is like, what are you saying, man?
1: So last week, Jeff Jarrett asked you to make a decision, and we didn't get an answer. Wait, who's this? Simon Diamond telling him to stop.
3: Stop talking for us and stop doing business for us. Please, I'm trying to get an answer here from 3Life Crew. You You guys got to make your decision. He just, he just said, do you not comprehend
1: what I'm trying to tell you?
0: What are you, ignorant? Uh. BG
1: says, do this on somebody else's time. We got a title the defense. They leave. Gilberti says, think about it. He's yelling at them, where the hell were you guys? You weren't at the meeting. Swinger and Diamond are like, what meeting? Of course, that's
3: talking about that Jeff Jarrett one that was going on. Uh-oh, David's like, oh, shit, I forgot.
1: He's like, yeah, I told him. They're saying, you're a liar. This this team is falling apart between, before our eyes, Bob.
0: Dallas, I have an idea. What's that? Of where this booking could be going. Go ahead.
3: Uh, I'm thinking... Oh, Swinger says, three-life crew, Jeff Jarrett, or us. That's where I tell you we're supposed to be, is that's in that tag team tunnel match.
1: We may take take a little interest in the tag team title match. Gilbert says, you do not interfere. We just cut them off right there.
0: Uh, okay, I'm thinking, potentially here, yeah. because Simon Diamond is all like, listen, you don't talk for us. Mm-hmm. Simon Diamond turning face and going after Jarrett?
1: I would not complain. I could see it happening. I could see it. We're getting a video package here about the tag and title stuff. Now, before we forget, Bob, what did you think about that X Division title match? I
0: think that Daniels accidentally busted himself open and made that better
1: yeah but uh, I totally agree with that completely. I thought that match was a lot of fun. Like you said, did that create more interest? probably? I think, yeah, I think it was good. but, uh, I really enjoyed it. I really liked the match. and actually, what what's kind of interesting, Daniels attacks Loki. Maybe I'm wrong, but to me, that kind of makes him a bad guy. but he's fighting Michael sure. Shane, who's a bad guy, mm-hmm. and he almost I don't know. Did he get sympathy after the the cut and stuff like that in the match? Because I wasn't looking at him like a heel during that match, uh, in the even at all. I I kind of agree
0: with you. I did not. I wasn't watching that match as Daniels being a heel. And I don't know. I think I, that him, but I think him getting busted open might have attributed to that.
1: Yeah, and and I I think that the action in the match is pretty good as well. So uh, I don't want to. I just, thought it was good. But I think that was. One of the best X Division title matches we've had. I'm gonna say it since the Ultimate X match.
0: Well, I can't possibly say that because my memory is uh, real bad. But I'm gonna say wow. it might thing. have been it might have been Michael Shane's best X Division title defense. Absolutely. But again, I don't remember shit. So
1: we find the defendants
0: guilty. Here comes What's James Storm's reaction here? He doesn't look too mad. Uh, he ain't uh, hands, <laughs> Well, he kind of faked out a fan on a high five there. He's like, fuck you. I'm not going to do it.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. He one. thought about it, and then he was like, nah. Okay, so what I'm going to get out of this is that they are going to lose, but not clean. I think so. He's not completely pissed because he's not taking a pin. I think it's going to be a disqualification. Or or they'll get, like, cheap shotted. I think they're going to get cheap
0: shotted, and I think James Storm is going to take the pin.
3: No. What's this three-life crew song? Is it the same one, but with a different intro? They're coming out to, like, a 70s theme. Is it their old song?
1: Oh, wait, here we uh, go. Oh,
3: here we go.
0: Really? They had to do the bang thing and then start walking?
3: Wait, do we do yeah. be doing the damn thing. Is BG
1: sings his line's sing pretty me. it's pretty catchy. Dude, I'm telling you this song gets stuck in my head more times than I want to admit. Even it's, like the the words? Or like I just mean, the beat? Uh, pretty much at all. I mean, I don't know all the words, so I'm not gonna sing it so Jordan can clip it, but it's uh it's always in my head, man. Yeah, you gotta leave me for
3: the clip. Yeah, exactly. That. JB,
1: I'm telling you right now, our friend Austin Skinner has this jacket that J B is wearing. Redead at one point in time. Did he really? Well, I mean, his was like a fleece, but it looks pretty fucking close. I'll tell you what, if America was wanted, brought out that new gear and are not winning gold in that new gear, I'm going to be pretty sad because that gear is awesome. That's the type of gear that you definitely win. That you, you know you're winning a title. It's a big match, so you're, you're wearing the good gear. They're doing it right now.
0: I don't even know if they've, I wonder how many times they wore this. Yeah, I feel like when when they get to like the monthly pay per views, this should be like their monthly pay per view gear. Right. Conan
1: ringside, in his Lakers number eight. Bob, who is number
2: eight? Kobe.
1: Well, if I made a guess like that, I would have been wrong. So I'm glad I asked. But
0: have you ever looked at someone and just immediately got in a bad mood?
1: Uh, did BG James just do that to you? That's 100%. What happened there? I'm sorry.
0: I was like totally in a fine mood. I thought, you know, the show's going pretty well. We're already 42 minutes and 33 seconds into this, which is kind, wild. Of, kind of flying by. Right. And then I, I just look at fucking BG James with that stupid tag team titles and stupid hands.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, 100%. I got I to gotta say, BG James, Road Dog, Roadie, whatever you want to call him is a lot better if you just remember him as like, oh, he was fun. Don't rewatch. Don't. Just don't rewatch his matches.
3: You know, and what's really sad, Dallas, is
0: that I'm pretty sure that for the next five and a half years.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, we got got plenty of time. Regularly on fucking TV. Yeah, yeah. We got quite a bit of time left with him. James Storm has uh, got a got hammerlock on BG James here, starting off pretty technical as technical as the bG James match could be he, told, he
0: tells Harris to suck it. James Storm hammering away With his boiled up body. he didn't he didn't bother really touching his back today. With the, they never uh, do it. never do. He just to the front. Why is
1: that? Why do they not go for the back? Because then they have to ask someone and. That's do probably- you- why don't you just he, dump it over your head like water? It gets a little weird. You think Ahmed Johnson's gonna go up to Shawn Michaels and be like, "Hey, Shawn, can you oil my back?" Uh, I think Ahmed
0: Johnson would one hundred percent do that. Well, he, he doesn't because his
1: ba- no, because his back is never oiled. And if you want to listen to us talk about Ahmed Johnson's Shit. oiled back, join us over on IcoPod with our friend Austin Skinner. Yeah, where
0: we uh, we're watching uh, not great WWF nineteen ninety six.
1: And if you want Bob to fake his excitement for these TNA shows, definitely I go Bob.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't really enjoy
1: these shows. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Harris it's like is watch tag- It's like watching it in your house every single week. No, it is not, dude. Those in your house shows suck. Harris oh. is tagged, and he's the legal man. Oh, oh yeah. dude, just doing that. Oh, tempting a double team, but there we go. Harris with the assist because BG tried to break out, but nope. NBA senior official Rudy Charles only counted two right there,
3: but that's okay. I don't know why, Why?
1: but it looks like the fans are standing. No, because they're excited to see this match. Harris whips James Storm into BG James that was in the corner. They whip BG to the other corner. He pops out, and then a running bulldog by Harris. James coming off the cover. Or I'm sorry, but James Storm. I should elaborate. Yeah, clarify your BG James, James Storm, James. Which one it's like that? Don Harris, Chris Harris.
0: I want you know what? This is a dream match of mine would be a triple threat match between Adam Page, Ethan Page, and Diamond Dallas Page.
1: And what about Hangman Page?
0: I just said Adam Page.
1: Oh, you did say Adam Page, Ethan Page, Ethan Page, and Diamond Dallas Page, Diamond Dallas Page, and Page, and Page. <laughs> What about Kimberly Page?
0: Perfect. At all the Pages. Ironically, Page would probably take all three of them on. Just not in a wrestling ring. Wow. But which hey, Page am I talking on. about? Which Page cool. am I talking about? You don't, don't know. You don't Because I know. just said
1: four of them. That's right. People are on the ramp. I believe it's going to be Swinger and Diamond. We haven't got a camera shot of them yet, but you will we'll see, see that in, a in just He'll a second. Storm.
3: Don West is making a reference
1: to it as well. Yep, swing so are and diamond. Put the light on him. They held the title for four months. Ooh. That's right.
0: toll told here by killings on James Storm. Will James Storm kick out or uh, tap out? He's reaching for the ropes and apparently he's got dinosaur. Oh, he got it. He had T-Rex arms for there for a
1: minute, but he was able to get to the ropes. Bob, what if I told you? That during the meeting that Jeff Jarrett had mm-hmm. last week, uh, where they mentioned about the Hogan situation happening, okay. that they also wanted everyone to come in early on this December tenth show because they would be taping everyone for an upcoming video game.
0: What? Yeah,
3: there's that a video game for like
0: five years. Well, what the hell? Why? Are you... I feel like half the guys aren't even in the company.
1: When that could that explain happened. this really awesome gear that AMW is wearing?
0: That could. But I would imagine that would be for like motion graphics, right? Is that what they're referencing? Uh,
1: I'm assuming. Something like
0: that, yeah. Oh, my God. Does that mean that they would be... Hey, Don Harris, we
1: need you for a motion capture.
0: And you just shitty clotheslines like that.
1: I'd love to uh, play as Don Harris in a video game of TNA.
0: Is there, I wonder, is Don Harris even in a video game? Not that I can think of. I don't think he is. I don't think he was ever in a derivative F1. He was like an Eli brother. I don't think that ever No way. There's no way. Blue brother, I mean. Uh, and then W. Stubby, I don't think he was either. Like Mayhem or something? I don't think so. Creative Control. Back Well, you know what? Maybe he was in back, Backstage Assault. I don't know, Maybe not. I doubt it. Are you looking it up right now or something? Or I'm what? trying, but... Yeah, I don't think so. BG James going after Harris after Harris. Uh, slammed down Killings. Harris with a leaping clothesline on BG. Storm clothesline's Killings and BG. Storm is fired up. He's pissed. He's like, I'm not jobbing anymore. Oh, well, what's this? AMW hey. with the heart attack? Yep. On Killings. Could that be it? One, two... B.G.
3: James is like not today. It's like he almost knew to be there. Throwing killings through the
0: floor uh, to the floor is uh, James Storm. Oh no! Harris collides with Storm off the apron. Storm crashing to the floor. Harris
1: is left alone, leaping sidekick as B.G. had. The hair is uh, lifted into the air. But people are paying more attention to what's happening on the ramp. Because someone was just trying to stop Swinger and Diamond. Oh, it's David Young. Why is David Young stopping them
3: from
0: coming to the ring? David Young noticeably looking backwards to make sure that he's in the correct spot. for Ron Killing is hitting a crossbody on all three of them. Oh, on two of them. David Young avoided it. But then Storm takes him out with a crossbody of his own. Harris with an eye rake to BG. BG going for the pump handle. He didn't hump him, so I don't think he's going to beat him. Oh, what a fucking weak ref bump that was. Spear by Harris. Here they go.
3: Trying to tell the referee to get up. You got to go
0: for can of tonic, my man. Grabs BG by the legs. Going for a sharpshooter for some reason. The referee isn't going to be able to even acknowledge a potential tap out here.
1: He's trying to get
3: Rudy up.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Gilbert, he's in there with a chair. Oh, and he hits Harris over the back. The referee, of course, not seeing it. Ron Killings is sliding in. Harris is hunched over conveniently for the axe kick. A scissors kick. He
1: hits the axe kick. One,
0: One, two, two three. three, and look at that. The screw job ending, not a clean finish. What a three surprise! I am
1: stuck. And who three and life. took the pin, didn't
0: he? He did. Storm did not take the pin. Three life crew retaining the belts because Glenn Gilberty probably thinks it's easier to beat Three Life Crew than it is to defeat AMW. Wow. Although they did beat AMW for the tag titles. They've yet to beat Three Life Crew for the titles. So I don't know if the logic makes sense.
1: Okay, well, Scott Hudson is in the back. He's supposed to be with the NBA world champion Jeff Jarrett. He didn't even open the door yet though. So good- there he is. Jarrett always comes out so mean out of the door. That's how he does interviews. Come knock on my door. Well, you know what? When you're when you're in a broom closet,
0: I mean I'd be pissed too. The
3: board of directors would not stand for this. Russo's in that room, am I right? No, that's just partner.
1: Jared doesn't know who his partner's going to be. Here comes Callus. Drifter. Jared doesn't need a partner. He says, "What are you trying to tell me? Get in here. Get in here, Dan. Match no, I will have a partner and a damn good one." He shuts the door that doesn't actually shut. Here is CM Punk and De Niro with one of those weird videos, and they're saying you guys are fighting the red shirts. What Raven says and what he does are two different things.
3: Raven's definitely going to watch our back. The boss likes to put us through tests, and we keep passing them.
0: Why do the chains make me feel like they're into, like, BDSM or something?
3: They probably are.
1: Don't try to start drama that doesn't exist. And the camera guy goes, are you sure about that? They're like, yeah, we're sure about it.
3: (laughs) I like how De Niro's like, thank you. (laughs) Bet on red, dudes.
0: Red Alert, Northcutt, and Legend. Redshirt security. Redshirt security. Also, and it's just the shirt.
1: The Red Dogs, as Don Callis says, Mike Tanay reminded us of that. They actually said that. I guess. I don't know if I remember him saying that or not, but I feel like maybe I've heard him say it once or twice, but not something I'd remember. Oh, Merry Christmas. Julio De Niro, CM Punk.
0: Who do we got here? I'm thinking that the Red
1: Shirts are going to win. Uh, yeah, probably. And if they really think Raven's going to come save them, they're fucking wrong. Yeah, he ain't. He doesn't want to be part of this. Yeah, the one-night-only reunion is if they haven't been a ta- tag team in 15 years. It happened last week, though. The gathering with Raven reunited.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, even the yeah. one-night reunion, was they had teamed up like two weeks before that.
1: Right. Now, do you think that if you were the uh, agent running this match Mm -hmm. or, you know, we'll just say if it was Jeff Jarrett, you think you'd say, hey, punk, you're facing two guys in red shirts. Maybe you should take off your red sweatshirt you're going to come out in.
0: Uh, No, because I would be like, I'm trying to trick them into thinking I'm one of them. Yeah, but come on.
1: If their names weren't the red shirts. That's a different story. Well, it's technically not a red shirt.
0: It's a red jacket.
1: Well, it's coming off, thank God. And now his legend pissed. is laying punches in.
0: Come on, legend. Fist drop. Backstage oh abyss is in his boiler room. I don't know what he's looking at. He's
1: getting ready for the monster's ball, Bob. They have it faster. It's not a monster's ball. They haven't fed him in a week. He hasn't seen light except the one on him in that video. Seriously? They haven't fed him in a week. Well, they—that's how they do the monsters ball. You don't get food or water or anything for a week. I don't know if it's a week. I think it's like—I thought day. it was like a day. It's a couple days or something. Like a weekend. Yeah, probably right. since the impact that was before the pay per view.
0: Right. Uh, Raven has grown his hair out pretty quickly. I mean, I guess it has been three months. so Yeah. It doesn't feel like three months.
1: Yeah, can Raven fulfill his destiny to be the NWA champion eventually? I don't know.
0: I don't know, man. They might
1: have missed the boat on that already. Which kind of sucks. Because we know the show he should have won it at. Sure do. And unfortunately, he didn't.
0: That's unfortunate.
3: Yeah, that was a bummer.
0: Punk trying to elbow. Oh, he stomped on Northcutt's foot to break free of a devastating headlock. Forearm. And now he's, oh, trying to dive to De Niro, but of course you can't reach him, so he drives Punk into the corner. Now here comes Legend. Leg sweep to take Punk down.
1: We're going to oh. go. Oh, the swing. Oh, and a dropkick by Legend. Wow, giant swing, dropkick, going for the cover. No, got it too. So so we are currently in the place on the card of the I don't give a fuck about this match. And so this could have been Don Harris and Kid Cash.
0: But yeah, unfortunately it's a singles match, it's just with four people.
1: Yeah, and I hate to say it because I, I like pretty much everyone in this match, but I'm kind of sick of the red Shirt feud of anything. Like anyone, they anytime they feud with anyone, I get sick of it really fast.
0: Who do you like? I know, I think I know the answer to you, but who do you like more, uh, Legend or Northcutt? Oh, it's Legend. See, I think I kind of like Northcutt.
3: I don't know,
1: dude. The way they brought Legend in and stuff, obviously, it are very far from that now. But yeah, the way they brought him in and everything. Like they made a they made a big legend fan out of me. I thought it was really well done. I think I just like Northcut for his accent.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I guess I understand I think that's for my I think that's my loyalty
1: stands Punk trying to get the tag, but legend and Northcut have that ring cut in half Bob. It's cut in half, just like I'm gonna cut into some pie on Christmas coming up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, just a couple of weeks away from good old Christmas. Definitely not Thanksgiving tomorrow. That is definitely
1: not happening. No. No. No, it is December 10th, Bob. That is right. We recorded this at 2 a.m. It got edited and posted 5 a.m. Eastern, like it does every single Friday. Yeah. Of course. I'm exhausted. You've had three Cokes and a Red Bull. I've had a... Sugar cookie Frappuccino from Starbucks. Well, I'll have you know, I don't drink uh, Red Bulls anymore. Okay, you get three Cokes.
0: No, I've had, I'm on my second Coke Zero. <clears throat> I would drink a Red Bull, but it was getting to a point where I'd lay down, and then my heart would be racing real quick, and I'd be yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm going to have a heart attack. Yeah. And that's so why I stopped doing that. Um, I'm sure Jordan, though, listening, uh, one of our loyal listeners for both this show and for Iquipad, I'm sure he's on his fifth fucking monster or whatever at, at his job, and he's probably going to freaking go into cardiac arrest.
1: Well, I hope that doesn't happen north. Carolina. I hope it doesn't either. But whoa, with the way that he drinks his energy drinks. Uh, you said a big overhead suplex. He called it a half-Nelson one, It was more of a pump-handle overhead it's
3: suplex. Definitely. No way, did he didn't kick out of there. Well, he did, Don. CM Punk, Punk has on. not been able to get the tag on De Niro.
0: He's like, yeah, yeah, look at me flex my little boobs. Any, any roster that does the booby dance, top five. Top five. And in the case you're wondering, it is, in fact, Anna Johnson, Lex Luger, Kevin Northcutt, uh scott steiner
1: scott steiner
3: yeah
0: uh and i guess really hulk hogan
1: does he do that though does he like pump them like that i think so i can't think of a time i ever saw him do that to someone oh i'm thinking like in his promos like he like
0: clenches so it's like kind of like oh okay
1: okay wow that's
3: That's us
0: maybe monty brown does monty brown do it where the fuck has monty brown been
1: uh, good fucking question, man. Over, I don't know. It's like over a year. We haven't seen him. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a long time. Guess we're missing literally an entire year because he's definitely not coming back in two thousand three at this point. Well, you never know. He's got. We do got one more show, man. He could be Jeff Jarrett's partner tonight. That's a good point, actually. Hot tag. De Niro's in, taking out the red shirts. Oh, he's hawking yeah. up. Oh fuck. Super kick. That, that kick, kick that Northcutt just did is definitely going to give him a stroke. CM Punk takes out Legend.
0: Oh, he's signaling for the end here.
1: <gasps> oh, oh Whoa.
0: nice counter. Oh, Whoa. got him. De Niro with a roll-up. That's a fucking... I think that's an upset. Wow. That's it. I'm taking Northcutt out of my top five. I'm going to put Buff Bagwell.
1: I was going to say Buff Bagwell has got to be one of them, right?
0: He's definitely in there. And I'm always saying Buff Bagwell because he popped up on my TV screen as I'm watching a Nitro from '98. Have back. you been
1: listening to the Buff Bagwell, the Rebuilding Buff podcast?
0: Dallas. <laughs> so, let's watch. Let's listen to this.
1: Yeah, Shane Douglas being interviewed with Michael Shane and Tracy, who's got new pants on. Backstage.
0: Is it pants or shorts? No, uh, they're pants.
3: He will answer at the appropriate time when I
0: feel like it. When the I I will give Tracy credit. She is looking good. I think she generally does. I feel like most of the time she does not. No, well, but well, I think right now she looks good. does she? Maybe it's because eventually,
1: I think she gets like a bigger boob job. Okay, I could understand then. Shane Douglas talking about Chris Aben, Let me tell you this. talking about looking beyond the obstacles in front of them to the bigger prize. You're looking at January 7th. Ultimate X2, January
3: 7th, officially announced.
1: Look, pants me, and I'll knock you. I'll franchise your ass.
0: Douglas looking like he's in great shape compared to what came
1: in. Is he looking for heavyweight total run or what? He might be. Footage, the making of the girls' TNA swimsuit calendar, of the girls okay, of TNA 2004 a of calendar time. now available at MWATNA.com. Oh, wow. Do you right, have this time,
0: calendar? Yeah, uh, future Bob, time check this. This is about uh, one hour, three minutes, and 10
1: seconds if you want to watch us in replay. Uh,
0: no, I do not have this
1: calendar. No, I'm not asking you. I'm asking our loyal listeners. Oh. Send us a DM at cross-the-line TNA. Who the hell is that? I don't know. I don't care. Are some of these girls just random people that they found? No, I think they're all like the random dancers and the girls that stand ringside uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh, all
0: right. Well, to answer your your previous question about uh, I don't even remember what I asked about Buff Bagwell's podcast. Oh yeah, I've been listening to it. Uh, so I have not listened to it since uh, my last time talking to it, talking to you about it. And oh sp- boy.
1: Tra- oh, okay, I thought Tracy was going to grab Shane Douglas's wiener. She I thought didn't. she
0: was about to blow him. Like, what the hell was that? Uh, But there's a reason behind that. Okay. i mean, not listening. Uh, I wanted to get as much as possible backlogged. <laughs> so I could just listen to it for like a whole workday <laughs> or something. Really? Because let me tell you. Okay, there is some intriguing titles on this thing. <laughs> like what? So.
3: Oh, oh. okay, so.
1: Oh, oh, the dip, the dip. The dip dip yeah. and Tracy kissing you know, her, again. her again. Dude, they're, they're sharing fire. her.
0: They're, they're banging. There's no doubt about it. They're definitely banging. And here comes Chris Saban. All right. So, you know, we got, like, you know, Buff in the WWF, whatever. Fall Brawl 97, that's cool. Breaking his neck. Buff blasts back. Was the so far the only one that I've listened through completely because that's when he's like, Fuck you, Kiwi, hook your piece of shit, blah blah, blah. Mike Sanders, (laughs) go to hell, all this stuff. Mike Sanders, yeah, he does not like Kiwi and Mike Sanders. That is abundantly clear. Uh, Stars and Stripes, you know, he joins NWO, whatever. Judy Bagwell on a podcast match, Scorpio and Bagwell, and they had a beef, so that's intriguing. Buff goes extreme. He watches his first ever death match. What does he think of Nick Gage? Wait a second. Wait a second. Could,
1: a, second. could a death
0: match be in Buff's future? But, oh. <laughs> Come on, you're lying. That's fake. That's what it says. Yeah. And I bet you when I listen to that, if that is Ask the Buff, Buff will be. I'm like, listening Fuck to that. How it's
1: that. I'm listening to that this week. Yeah. 100, um,
0: I have to. <laughs> Road Wild 99. Which includes a scuffle with the cat and the breakdown of why that happened. It Hulk says that all in
1: the description.
0: No, I mean no, it's not a description. I'm just saying.
1: Oh, okay. like well, there is
0: it does say that like, he had a scuffle, but there was like an issue. Okay. Uh Hulk Hogan, uh, rest in peace, Judy Bagwell. And the latest one, this one might be very intriguing, especially for TNA's sakes, Jeff Jarrett. Oh.
1: Okay. I'll tell you what. A lot of those sound way more interesting than I I wanted to admit. <laughs> I I as well want to listen to that Deathmatch one, dude. Buff, Buff watches is, for, is there one in his future? <laughs> so I can't. I literally can't deal with this shit. Um, <laughs> hey, any indie note? Any indie notes for uh, Chris? There's Evans nothing. You? I oh, already okay. told you. There's nothing for the whole show.
0: Oh, okay. Aside from Dido, Brown is all Japan.
1: Random man. I was hoping you were faking it. I do I have wasn't. notes about this. About uh, Chris Saban. Um, so, there was a uh, IWA's Thanksgiving Hardcore Weekend was a big success, uh, doing uh, one hundred seventeen thousand dollars in total business. What? What is this? IWA's Thanksgiving Hardcore Weekend. Uh, it was the a show on November 29th in Carolina. So we probably—oh God—he just snapped Sabin's neck. We probably already discussed the show briefly. In Carolina. Later. That's um, a lot features, of money for like the
0: indie doing that.
1: Yeah, well it featured a lot of a lot of stuff. I'm not I, we don't need to go through all of it, but um the show stealer on November 29th was an ultimate X match from TNA featuring Chris Sabin, Blitz, and Tommy Diablo. Uh Blitz and Diablo kept studying the tape of the TNA match for ideas, and since Sabin was the only one or the on, in the only match of its kind, he laid a lot of it out. Apparently, Blitz took a major step up in his performance, going from job guy to serious player, and Saban was very impressive.
0: Hmm. I am quite surprised that they had an Ultimate X match. Right. Me too. I mean, I don't know the other two guys. Neither do I, but I thought it was
3: an interesting note nonetheless.
0: I hope Saban wins this. Although I do appreciate that Douglas is in much better shape, a springboard clothesline by saving onto Douglas for a two count as Douglas gets his foot on the
1: rope. That's right. Wow, dude, you Buff watching a death match. Well, let me tell Why are th- Why are they doing these light bulbs? What the What the hell is why Why they got these thumbtacks? You want You want to buy my motorcycle? I'm not getting rides around much these days. You want Boss Bagwell's Motorcycle Oh man Tracy's got the chain She's teasing she's gonna throw it in Wait in front of the referee Tracy you literally
0: She's just purposely yelling Hey I'm gonna throw it to you Oh kicked it out of the ring Kicked her hand She probably just broke her wrist Right Saban probably doesn't kick very light He almost did a double spinning heel kick there. He hit him with his fucking right leg And then his left leg was so high He might as well have hit him in the head as well Right Michael Shane coming down. Oh, my God. Top rope? Like a springboard off the top rope
1: to drop kick Shane off. The that yard. was nice. Tracy getting in the ring. Is she going to hit the pie in the sky? Or no, she's she's holding her wrist like you hurt me. Look, h- h- who the hell do you think you're doing? Or what the hell do you think you're doing? I'm a lady, damn it. That's my hint. It was- That's the hit I used to jerk off Shane Douglas. And now I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm pissed. She went to slap him, but Saban blocked it. Twisting her arm. Douglas from behind. Oh, oh, shit, he splashes Tracy. Oh,
0: well, it's not the first time he tried to her.
1: Right. Saving oh. the roll-up. Take your roll. Oh, and he beat Shane Douglas. Dude, Shane Douglas losing it, Michael Shane losing it. That would be a lot more effective if they didn't do the same uh, roll-up finish in the last match. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, but, yeah, whatever. That was fun. Fun quick match. I'm
0: fine. I am totally fine with Chris Saban beating Shane Devils there.
1: Right. Standing backstage, Ra Hot Rod, and AJ Styles. Scott Hudson seems to be our permanent interviewer. Am I wrong to say that for right now? That's a, I think that's fairly accurate. He's been here for a, much longer than I thought he was.
3: But I like Hudson, so I don't care. Revanche. Revanche. That's what it's all about Jarrett Run all you want It's about one word Revenge D'Lo See Scott Hudson
1: A lot of phone calls were made to my house
3: You
1: know kid's prank calling me And I'm pissed They were using the Arnold Schwarzenegger Voice box saying and
0: They were using Vincent uh, Man and I thought I was getting my job back And it turns out It was not.
1: Piper's like, I thought I was getting my job back, too. But he said, you look like a homeless person. So I cut my hair. I got the the Nashville drum or pipes and drums. And here I am in the TNA asylum.
0: Well, I think my favorite thing about D'Lo Brown is like he returns in 2007 for like a show and they fire him. And he comes back again in 2009 to lose the Santino. Morella and he just goes away again
3: Dude I
1: don't remember Or
0: when he's like revealed As like a major aces and eights guy And it's like that,
1: fucking d Brown. Brown I'll be honest with you dude That was lame as fuck when that happened <laughs> I was very disappointed As like a, a very active Impact wrestling TNA wrestling Watcher they were like d I was like What? I was like that's what I've been waiting for uh that piper had like mma gloves on in that video package i don't know if you noticed that but he did I tr- i'm really trying just to ignore piper now we got a video package of abyss beating up raven him with him. Ooh, this little thing this is kind of cool they're like piecing together
0: oh they're in raven's lair oh which is basically a room with like a sheet over in chains right
3: Oh, the candle wax over Abyss's hand. So, yeah, that's Raven's. He doesn't care. It'll be truly never more, Raven. Why is Abyss so angry?
1: You and me, Abyss. You already felt it once, and I promise you, you'll feel it again. This should be a hardcore match, man. Suck it. Two words for you. Internal
3: hemorrhaging. I thought he was going to say suck it. Right. But he didn't. It's time for the showdown. Abyss versus Raven.
1: And he's under control of the TNA management consultant. I can't believe we're still calling him that. But that is Don Kellis' title still. <laughs> If you're following along at home, we're at an hour, 13 minutes, and 50 seconds.
0: Jordan, that's your cue to conveniently go to the bathroom at your workplace and then also put that on the, you know, record that and tag us on Twitter i could let me try ravens okay go ahead
1: yeah i mean i think that was one of your best ones
0: I can't do the fucking, like, crow thing or whatever. <laughs> I can't do that. I tried. Yeah, it was worth a shot. Come on, Raven, who's also wearing a fucking uh, sweater jacket like uh, Punk was earlier. Well, yeah. It
1: was
0: a zip-up hoodie, but... A zip-up hoodie, excuse me.
1: <laughs> Technicalities here, folks. Sweater jacket. Sweater jacket. <laughs> Raven Same Abyss, man. their first time meeting, at least in TNA. I don't know if, I don't think. Turn so. the lights on, folks. Okay, here we go. Locking up. We hate each other. You're going to fucking bleed. Internal hemorrhaging. Let's lock up. Wrestling, that's my guys. Wrestling. One it's like
0: a, that's my favorite. When it's like, you fucking slept with my wife. Well, I'm going to put you in a side fucking headlock. And take you down to the mat. I'd be like, no. I have a spike in my fist. And I'm going to fucking drill you in the forehead with it. Just clubbing away on Raven. Best of my knowledge, of this was not sleeping with Raven's wife. Misses oh a goodness. splash in the corner. Oh, and now Raven's just ramming him head first while he's like humping the middle turnbuckle. So
1: Perfect. Hopefully he doesn't hemorrhage his butthole like Xbox did going for that Braggle Buster. Oh, I, I
0: remember when TMZ was like, Watch uh, former WWF superstar Xbox rip his butthole open.
1: And they're like, Here's the video a video would in the fucking match. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Raven uh, Dreptow holds Abyss, and he falls out of the yeah. ring.
0: And in case you're wondering, Abyss does in fact wear tidy whities I also did just notice that. Well, Maybe that's why he's angry. Maybe he's just you know wedged up a lot. His balls aren't able to breathe.
3: Hit him against the guardrail. We're about to go in the crowd.
0: I don't... Well, maybe
1: Bob. I believe this is our final match before that main event, and J- where Jarrett has to find his tag team partner. At least nothing else I can think of is happening, so we have quite a bit of time left. Unless this match gets a decent amount of time, which I guess it could.
0: Oh, uh, and you know who knows? Maybe Roddy Piper will fucking talk again for
1: twenty five minutes. Well, you might be onto something there. There is a lot of hot rod shirts in the crowd, meaning they were either selling hot rod shirts or Piper had a merch booths. <laughs> Why does that fan? Why does
0: that female fan right there look like Amazing Red? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Bob, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. Shit, dude. I was like, "Holy crap! Amazing Red's in the front row." I actually really would like Amazing Red to come back, so that could happen anytime. I think it's the headband that they had on, right? They had like a. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That. That uh guy in the green hat looks like the old guy we always see at the indie shows that we go to, who yep. like fights the wrestlers.
3: Okay, he's
1: okay he's punching Raven more and more.
0: That bald he, guy with the mustache to the left of the best there looks like uh
1: Oh shit, looks, there we go. Like Jimmy
0: Quitteris if he gained like sixty five pounds.
1: Yeah, he does. He clotheslined Raven, or he punched him, clotheslined him, whatever you want to say, over the guardrail, into the crowd, and here goes Abyss. Go ahead. Hold up your feels. What does it say? Fuck Bruce. Or I think it said fuck Bruce. Bruce something. Not, not TNA Bruce. Probably Bruce Pritchard, right? That's what I... No. Bruce Arians? Arians? Oh, fire Bruce Arians. Oh, fire. Fire. I don't that's, know a, that is. that's
0: a... That's a coach. That's an NFL coach. Oh, what team? Oh, is he with Tennessee? Play on? What the fuck? Why are they let's see, I don't even know if he was,
1: Bro, I I he
0: was... let was
1: see here. I don't even know what that is, so
0: Bruce Arians. you are But on that note, also fuck, fuck was... Bruce Pritchard. He was with the Cleveland Browns. What the hell is he why is that guy in Tennessee pissed off about that?
1: Maybe that's his team, dude.
0: That is such a weird thing to be pissed off about. Uh, Bruce Arians there, uh, Dallas. He is a Super Bowl champion with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Oh, good for him.
0: So, and actually, a two-time. Three-time. Wow. Because he also won as an assistant coach. Really? As part of the Pittsburgh Steelers on two occasions. So, take that. He is also the oldest coach to win the Super Bowl. Really? The
3: more you know. Abyss is a table in the ring.
0: Is it, this must be a notice qualification match without being a notice qualification? Black's
1: rules, bro. Black's rules, right? I so feel like Abyss works. is just gonna get speared through this, like any second. Probably. Well, look, he's trying to get it to stamp, but the legs aren't tucked behind the rope, so it's not gonna. Internal we finally turned around. He took way too long before that. Raven going for that discus clothesline, but Abyss caught him. He's got him in a fucking bear
3: hug.
0: Uh-oh. Is he going to spear Raven
1: through it? I don't know. The table bear? moved, though, so he's probably looking like, damn it, there goes that spot. He's taking all the oxygen
3: away. He's crushing Raven's ribs. Raven's trying to fight back.
0: There we go. A couple punches. Hammering away. Coming off the ropes. Runs into another bear hug.
3: Slamming Raven to the mat.
1: Okay, Abyss. Put the legs over the ropes. It'll stay up better.
0: Yeah. If you Yeah. If you put it over the top turnbuckle, it's not gonna fucking move on you. I feel like the bottom legs should be folded,
1: folded in, and the top one should be folded out. Probably realistically, I don't know if the bottom matters as much. Regardless, oh, he finally got it. Seemingly to say, This charges at Raven. Oh, he hits the post.
0: I mean, who am I to say Abyss is clearly the? uh... It moved again. Oh
1: my god! I told you. I'm telling you. Crowd's very much behind Raven. Yeah. Champ yeah, clothesline for 650 in the crowd, they're not as like dead as I feel like you would think for being only 650.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean.
1: Like, I feel like way back when we were like low numbers, you could like really tell. Oh, yeah. I feel like I I can't tell as bad right now.
0: This is now the third time that they've tried to uh, keep the table in the position. Raven
1: fixed the table and is like, I'm gonna go for the Raven effect, and yeah, well, now it's. <laughs> Fucking shock He's, treatment. Oh, there it is. That's one of my favorite moves. The torture rack and then the drop, as Tane says. Still no name. He does it every single week. I would say I'm it's gonna, definitely a signature move.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try it on you. What? I'm going to try the shock treatment on you. No. Why not? The torture rack alone does not feel good. Well, I feel like I'm taking most of the punishment on the shock treatment on my butt.
1: Yeah, I just don't want to. Abyss pulls him up again. Raven's got the hair, or the mask, something there. Oh, he got oh, him into a bulldog. And is that legend, red shirt? Oh, Raven had serious. him beat, but. Oh, Abyss almost got a handful as his hand went up Raven's skirt, but he got it unstuck.
0: Raven jabbing legend off the apron to the uh, floor. And there's a spear through the table. The spearing raven. Well, it looks like they cut up Raven's back a little bit. Better make sure you clean out the cut. You might get staff infection.
1: Right. The uh, the that was a nice little uh, spear though through the table. The table kind of exploded.
0: Raven powering out it too. Here's the replay. Look at this spear. Boom, bam, got him.
1: Look how that piece fell down on him.
0: That probably would slice his back.
1: I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Def- I definitely think his back is sliced. Raven's. Come on, Raven. Oh, Legend holding him, but a best dex legend anyway. One. <sighs> Almost got a roll. Oh, up. I thought he was going to beat him.
3: He's gonna going to hit this on? choke slam.
0: Raven effect. He's not gonna. Is he gonna pin Abyss? One. <gasps> of course not, because the referee's gotta keep his legs out of the ring so Legend can ball out. Right. Here's Northcutt. We just Kevin Northcutt.
3: Overhead throw. Don Cal has had all the
0: bases covered. Rhea Charles, yelling at Legend. Now he's gonna conveniently roll into the ring. Abyss going for the cover. One, two. Oh out again are they overdoing it today with like the near falls and like false finishes or what
3: yes against all against all odds a future at tna staple that's right
0: oh raven's struggling but here we go
3: best another bear
0: hug. Fuck, another bear hug. I thought he was going to do something more devastating than a freaking bear hug.
1: Come on, Raven. You can't give up. H- the squeezing him is making the blood come out more on his back. It is, yeah. On his uh, oh, no. left shoulder. He's going limp.
0: One.
3: Two. Two. Let's see. Oh, uh,
0: I don't know, man. That looks like his uh, arm dropped the whole way. He's breaking out. Boom. Clap around the head. I think that's bullshit. I think Abyss won that. His fucking arm went all the way down. Pretty much. Super kick. Oh, Abyss couldn't get all the way over the top rope, but he'll just fall. He almost
1: dead. He was very close. Yeah.
0: The Pretty. Red Dogs. I wonder if they're going to try to transition that into like the new name. Oh, there was a DQ. It looks like there's the that's, that's button. bullshit it's because the Red Dogs didn't really touch Raven. He punched him out. That's bullshit. Here comes Julio DeNero and CM Punk to make the save for their their loyal leader. A little a leader lady. does not want them. Well, Legend had a chair,
1: but he got knocked down by De Niro. Next week, Clockwork Orange has the fun six-span match. The Gathering reunites one night only against the Red Dogs and Abyss. For one night only, he says. <laughs> this is the
0: final time for real, I swear to God. Clotheslines, Raven and Abyss, both fall to the
3: floor. Yeah. We're brawling all over the building, even though we're within the guardrails.
0: I think they should do a triple
1: cage. Yes. Absolutely. And then the top cage, they'll just be birds. So as, if you don't hurry up and get out, they're just shitting on you the whole match.
0: Oh, my God. Just like a dozen pigeons.
1: <laughs> I was thinking ravens, but, you know. <laughs> We're on a budget here in TNA, okay? We True. Can't <laughs> they got black pigeons. Black
0: pigeons, yeah. Could you imagine that? That'd be funny. These vicious birds.
1: <laughs> <They're just laughs> shit. Double teaming Raven. This is going long, but it's happening. Raven's just back through. <laughs> oh no, they're gonna try to break Raven's oh, arm.
0: Oh, no. Just like... This
1: is revenge
0: for Ryan Wilson. Oh, they missed it. Because
1: Punk and Nero got in for the save. Raven attacking abyss now again.
3: Do something, Julio yells at him. Raven's
1: in the ring. He's got the chair with a bass. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that, that was vicious. right in the
0: face, dude. He didn't
1: even hit him over the head. That was right in the face. <laughs> he, like, slapped him on the face. Oh, my God. Crowd's yeah, chair, holy, holy shit. shit. No
0: kidding, dude. He fucking smacked him right in the face.
3: Raven has a mic.
1: Nothing escapes from a black hole. Not matter, light, or sound. But I took a black hole last week, and I took one this week.
3: And I'm still standing!
1: So he escaped the black
3: hole. Next week. The only way to get rid of the three of you is if we do it all together. Put it in a cage. And I got two words for you. Bloodbath. I think you hear me knocking.
1: I think I'm coming in. Both the Raven. Nevermore. A six-man tag team cage match next week.
3: And it's going to end it. They're saying that's the end. That's uh, interesting. Wow. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, I'm... I'm a sucker for a cage match, so let fine. Hey, they're talking about the TNA On Demand here right now. TNA and Don NWATNA.com. Find out how you can watch past shows. I have some, uh, one, my final note, I believe, is on this, on-demand service, so I'm going to tell you now. Is there, well, you know, let's see if they're going to announce any matches that we don't know about quick first, and then we will, um, I'll give you that note. Christmas season, that's not all you can get is that on demand. The DVDs are going like hotcakes. Best of the bloody sprawls, best of the X-Division, and the best of the NWA TNA title matches. And the Skull Cap, I would love a TNA Skull Cap. You just love it. d Low Bobblehead. Yeah. And now he's back, so those should sell pretty good.
3: Next week, Mike, You know about one incredible match.
1: Low key, will be back next week, and he's taking on Michael Shane for the X Division title. Oh wow, wow!
0: And we also know about the cage match there too, there, pal.
1: I'm sure we're getting there. Oh, today, he's holding his ear, getting word from the back that Scott Hudson, that he's going to talk to Don Callis. Is Don Callis going to accept the challenge? That Raven has just issued. Let's see. Don Callis, we heard the challenge. Oh,
0: so they technically haven't accepted it yet?
1: Correct. Inside of a steel cage. Please state your answer. Oh, wait. Don Callis is saying, I'm sure Eric Watts would love to book that match, but.
3: Oh, lose the match and your dreams here in NWA TNA are over. On the subject of insane Roddy Roddy Rowdy Roddy Piper after I had him removed from the building, he's pissed.
1: He's insane. Lots and goalie lots working the gold, gold uh, board members during the day and during the night.
3: Piper's money. Piper's a legend. He's an icon.
1: You know what demographic we're gonna attract with Piper tonight? The insane. His friends in a mental hospital. That's who you're gonna attract with Piper. He's saying,
3: "Eric, what you want a war with Don Cal's? Let me tell you what you've done." Oh, he's not okay. Piper. Yes, Piper.
1: They're talking about dragging Piper out of here, drooling, putting him in a rubber truck. It's not on me, Watts.
3: What a war? It's a war, you're gonna lose. Piper's gonna lose blood, and you're gonna lose your job. He green light lighted it for one
1: reason. To give him a rope to hang himself with. And I'm going to love watching you swing from it. That was a fucking lot, dude. Yeah. It looks like we're going right into Jarrett's entrance for the main event. So let me give you my final note. Uh, And that is that the company started that video on the man experience on its website. They are charging $6.95 and you can watch any show the company has put on up to the past 45 days. The most recent shows can be put on due to contracts with In Demand and or DirecTV. There's apparently a minimum of six hours that you get to watch the show to prevent people from sharing passwords. It'll be interesting to see how this works out.
0: Wait a minute. So let's say I wanted to rewatch the Jarrett Raven match from April 30th. Yeah. I pay them six ninety five.
1: Yes. I get six hours to watch it? Yeah, so you have to order and watch it within that six hours.
3: I don't know if I like that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel like you should just be able to download it. No, can't give away all the video rights, but it's yeah, TNA. But yeah, I think that's my final note for the night. I don't, I don't think I have that any that others. Really, that kinda irks me. Wait, look at Jared's freaking partner.
0: Oh, it's King Cash. Cash. He's doing double duty
1: tonight. Well, that's a disappointment. I thought it was gonna be somebody else, like somebody. Is he? He's already in the ring, and I just realized made that connection. Wait, that's I, yeah. I,
0: I thought he was just maybe there with him to support him. Right, right. So did I. That's
1: stupid.
3: He does have a man he can trust. They're saying. What is this it's song? Like, it's like that.
0: uh Tell me what you want. What the hell?
1: <laughs> it's like a boxer robe.
0: Yeah, D.L. Brown's like transforming into something different here. Tell me what you want, D say uh, uh, Tell me what you want. Hmm. That's basically what he's he's just using the, the beat of the of that song.
1: No, I think, well, when you were just doing that, I mean, it went along with the beat, so that makes sense. Yeah. Here comes Styles. It's their final match, man.
0: They got to remaster these stills. They're kind of blurry. Blurry old. They
1: definitely have newer ones they could be using. Yeah, like getting hit over the head with a guitar. Yep, kicking the guitar.
0: Yeah. Getting pinned by Jeff Jarrett. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about real shit here. Oh, wow. I wow. am. Wow.
1: You're giving people a lot of um, clipping content in this. Let me episode. tell you right now, man. I am
0: giving the voice a run for his money. I totally forgot that
1: Roddy, Roddy Piper was. The well, is not it bad that I forgot too? And they literally just said it. Yeah,
3: totally forgot.
1: Wow, well, he's going. He's uh,
0: I know. So Jarrett and Cash. But is there anybody in Cash's in Jarrett's corner? Like is is Callis there? Callus is there. I think yeah. Okay, because that would explain why Piper would be here.
3: Right. Oh,
0: here we go. Oh, great. Jared and Cash with the cheap shot. Get the early advantage against the undefeated tag team of D'Lo Brown and AJ Styles. Uh, I think D'Lo and Jared. Oh, no. Styles springboard. Holy shit. That
1: was good. Big one. We're at an hour 37 minutes and 23 seconds if you're following along. Oh. That looked like a nasty fall for Kid Cash. Sure did. He went for a springboard. He got double drop kicked in midair and he
0: kind of face-planted. Yeah, there's cows. I see Calis walking
1: around. Me, so. Remember, these guys were a pretty good tag team together until they broke up. They were undefeated. But then AJ got a little bit cocky. Holy oh, fuck. Did Assisted flipping senton. Yeah, essentially backdropping him outside of the ring.
0: I mean, we also can't forget that these two feuded over the
1: summer. Right. But see, Tanae's saying that right now. He's talking about they're not ignoring that history. Something I've mentioned before I do appreciate about DNA. They usually do not ignore what has happened. But they have a mutual respect, he's saying. D'Lo and Jarrett going in the crowd. Is it a Jeff Jarrett match if you were playing bingo at home.
0: The fact that they, that he's doing this in a tag match is kind of funny. <laughs> right. Trading some roll-ups here between Styles and Cash. Neither man going to be able to get a three count. Oh, flip. Okay, nope. I guess we're not going to do a flip over, so we'll just keep on with uh, an arm lock. D'Lo using a chair on Jared. That should technically be a disqualification. ref didn't see it. He's busy in the ring. The one time the referee is not looking outside the ring. Oh, Dropped him around nice. his head with a side suplex there by
1: Styles. Right. Piper just keeps waving the NWA flag. If I was sitting behind him, I'd be pretty pissed. I was thinking the same thing. Okay, that was the shittiest double-team move. I thought they were going to do something cool, and he comes in and just kicks him in the gut. Kicks him right in the fucking ribs, dude. Yeah, but they did it so slow. Holy! Is Cash loopy here? Because he did not kick out right there. He might be. Look the the rib thing
3: again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Work over the ribs. I'm sure if I were to kick you in the ribs and punch you in the ribs, you'd be hurting.
3: Probably uh, Delos uh, oh, take himself in. Oh. Pop up drop kick assist by Delo Brown.
0: I kind of wish that AJ would have uh, had Don Harris
3: as his partner. Yeah, me too. Delo off the D'Lo. rope. Oh. Seated clothesline. Maybe Cash is starting to wake up. That was a better kick out than the other one.
0: Five weeks, I think it was, today,
1: that Delo and AJ were teaming
0: up. Uh, that
1: might be true. Ugh, dude, Cash going for a a backflip to land, but he missed. He fell. I thought he was going to do like a fake injury there. That would have been good, but he then drop kicked Dilo's knees. Tags and Jeff Jarrett, they both Irish whip like Dilo Brown. Comes back, you a, nah, a double agree. back elbow. J A double R.
0: Have you listened? Have you continued listening on the recent episodes of the My World podcast?
1: I sure have, but I am still behind. I am in the middle
3: of – I can tell you right now.
0: Jared stomping away on D. Brown, Yelling at the fans. He ain't great. I am
1: great. I'm in the middle of uh, finishing my first run in WCW.
0: Okay. So I'm a little little behind still. I don't – I don't have any interest in that one or the uh, – oh, there's a spinebuster of sorts there by Dela on Jared. I'm not interested in that one or the uh, my run as a horseman and then, like, working with Deborah. I don't care.
1: Yeah, I was actually going to text you about this the other day because if it ain't TNA – Oh, I dude, honestly, yes. I honestly don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude, literally. I'll listen, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but it needs j- to be TNA.
0: Like, that's what it should be about.
1: The Genesis 2006 episode, I heard, is, like, very emotional. And, like, apparently they must get into some pretty interesting stuff. So I'm very much looking forward. It's over three hours long. It, it got emotional? That's what I heard.
0: I'm pretty sure I listened to it. I don't remember it being emotional.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I definitely saw something online that said that it was. Like Maybe rude. I
0: think he, like, talks. Oh, you know what? I think it's because he talks about his wife. Cause okay. Because he laughed at after bound for glory, and it's because his wife wasn't doing so good.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: I think that's what it was. Doing. Here I am being, you know, heartless. Right. About his wife having uh, cancer.
1: I'm also like behind on 83 weeks because it's kind of exhausting. To be honest with you,
0: Styles getting dropped over the top rope by Cash on the apron. Um. Yeah, I listened to see Bishop's another one. Where I'm finding myself more interested in his, like the T <laughs> when they talk about TNA, dude, the TNA
1: episodes are wicked good,
0: yeah. Um, I've noticed the last sev- the last few are like watch alongs,
1: yeah. I haven't watched like, each or listened to either one of those
0: from like '96 or something like
1: that, yeah. They're doing a lot of NWO stuff, which I'm fine with, but my I mean, thing, I get it. yeah, I don't know. When they had the guy fill in for one of them, it literally killed me. No, oh, dude, I hate that guy, he is not good uh kick cash whipping styles into the other corner styles moonsault, ddt is he going to hit it kick cash trying to break uh, out uh
0: no cash counters lifting oh. oh no oh a shoulder breaker
1: the dead level mm. he calls that the dead level
0: interesting um i there was one that a tna one that he recently did I don't know, I can't remember, Turning Was Point maybe? Turning
1: Point, yeah.
0: I'm not even joking, dude. They don't, they maybe spend 25 minutes talking about the actual show.
1: Right. Spinning back suplex, suplex. to AJ yeah. Styles by Jeff Jarrett.
0: And I truly doubt that Bischoff rewatched
1: the show to get like a fresh point of view on it. No, I think he said in that one he didn't. Oh, is that he said that in that one? I, I maybe I misheard, but I'm pretty sure unless he was talking about like an impact they were talking about. Yeah. And he said, oh, I'd have to I'd have to rewatch.
0: I feel like when you do like you have you, sh- you need to watch it in order to. Provide insight or something, but whatever. delayed vertical by Jarrett on the phenomenal one.
1: We're say. at an hour, 44 minutes and 48 seconds. We have roughly 10 minutes left of the show. This match is not bad, but it's kind of dragging on for me. If you can't tell by my podcast talk. Here comes Kid Cash. Assisted. Leg drop. Jeff Jer lifted him up and made sure it's real impactful. That was a whole lot of movement for really nothing. Right. D'Lo broke up the pin by just pulling Kid Cash off of Styles, proving how little Kid Cash really is. What is Kid Cash's build height? I'm going to look it up. 5'6". No, 5'8". But he's definitely five five. Well, I want to know m- me compared to Kid Cash. I-, I need to know. How tall are you? Oh, there's no way, dude. According- how tall are you? I'm five four.
0: Okay, how- I know and you're, you said I- no way. How tall is how tall is Kid Cash?
1: Uh, according to Cage Match, he's five nine.
0: Bullshit. Right. There's, there's no-, no way he is five nine.
3: Well, how big or how big? What styles
1: like height here? AJ Styles has got to be at least five yeah, eleven. That is Corden Cage match. He's five eleven. Okay, I because I was just seeing there. I mean, he's definitely shorter than Styles, but I don't know if I realize he's five eleven. Even. Well, Jeff
3: Jarrett's like six two, right? Six three. Hold on. Six foot on the dot. Six foot on the dot.
1: Uh, double down. This is a Jeff Jarrett match, guys. So right now, Bob is taller than everyone in the ring. Yeah, I'm 6'4". D'Lo is 6'3", according to this, so, yeah.
0: I could be in the main event of TNA right now. This is bullshit. exactly. can't believe
1: this. What am I doing with myself? Dilo wants to tag so bad right now. Come on, AJ. He's sweating. He isn't done shit. There we go. That's baby oil, dude. Crowd did not give a fuck, but that's okay. How dare they? This
0: is the greatest five-week tag team of all time. They have mutual respect. They've had a cage match, a ladder match, a submission match. Oh. Whole bunch of matches against each other. Oh, the ever the devastating eye poke. That's brutal. <clears throat> Especially if you have a contact. So then, you know you can move around on you. Then you're blind. D-Lo with a snap power slam, but Kid Cash is like, nope, man. Hey, I'm 5'9", and I kicked you in the face.
1: Right. Jarrett counters that, tags out. Kid Cash back in the ring. Oh, gets a huge clothesline by d And another. I'm guessing one more, right? Nope. nope. He Irish whoops him. Coming back. Pop up. Cutter, kind of.
0: Well, yeah, he definitely fucked it up. Slipped on it. One, two. Kick out by Kid Cash. For some reason, I almost called Kid Cash Chris Jericho. Wow. Well, they're kind of similar. Okay.
1: Jericho puts five up five nine. The leg. Jericho puts up the leg. As d got whipped in the corner. Kid Cash going for that flipping Do drop like kick how- coast to coast. Do you like how Jared hit Delo
0: in the back of the head, and then Delo sat down to sell it?
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. There's a weird way to do that. Styles breaks up the pin, though.
0: AJ on oh. the springboard.
1: He, he's struggling on the See?
0: springboard.
3: The yeah,
1: those, those flipping DDT moves don't look good if you don't land the, it perfectly, because then you just grab the guy and, like, okay. Why did you
0: just do that to begin with? Why did right. you have
1: to do a springboard? Jarrett going for the stroke? Nope. Styles well, counters. Counter. Off the rope, comes back, big clothesline. Jarrett doesn't let Styles get offense in on him ever. Ever.
0: Yeah, he really tries to uh, prevent that. Do you think AJ is going to pin Jarrett and they're going to be like January 7th, Styles and Jarrett again? Uh, kind of, actually, now that you say that. A power bomb and a neckbreaker combo. I'm not really sure what the neckbreaker adds to, other than holding his head as he goes down.
1: Right. Yeah. Now, reminder: we do have one more show before that break, so we have to wait a long time before we get to Ultimate X, which kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm also thinking that it's going to be
1: like another reset, like we've we've seen before. I'm hoping. Oh shit! Piper used the flag. Styles has cash. Oh. They're on the middle rope. Oh. Oh, fuck. <sighs> Styles clash off the middle rope. Turns him over. Is he going to get the cover? One, two, three. He will stop. Hey, AJ actually
0: in. winning a match. I feel like AJ fucked himself up on that.
1: Right. Oh, wait. What's this?
0: What is that? Oh. Did they just spoil something? What the
1: fuck is spoil? <laughs> Bob, whose music did you just hear?
0: Uh, Hulk Hogan. No,
1: it wasn't no, Hulk. Oh, that's
0: right. It wasn't Hulk Hogan. It was Sting's. Pretty sure it was Sting, yeah.
3: Pretty sure. Okay. So Styles and <laughs> Piper and Tilo are leaving now. Whoa.
0: Let's see if AJ, like, sm- he looks woozy as fuck. Did he smack his face on the man?
1: Dude, he does God look wicked it. woozy, man.
0: I think he smacked himself. Which doesn't... Su- oh, Jared's pissed. You son of a bitch. You're supposed to win. And they're blaming it
3: on Callus. Jared's like, you got pinned right over there. I seen it. Well, they're already going to be having issues. Are so you kidding me, man? they right. friends for like a week. Barely a week.
1: Oh, what's this? Dun, dun. Oh, is it Eric Watson, Goldilocks in the crowd? Look at the stand, dude. It's empty. They all moved. They all left. They're, that match ended, so they were like, see ya. See you later.
3: Yeah, let's get a close up shot on Watson, not the empty wooden bleachers. that nice. Yeah, please. Your That's boys, right, Triple J. 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 What is it, Jeff the Jack?
1: <laughs> Your destination is hell. And you, you know say, what?
0: Did you say destination X? Oh.
1: <gasps> because next week, I'm going to hit you oh, where it hurts the
3: most. Jared says, I ain't putting the title on the line. You can bank on that. Eric says, Yeah, you are. You are putting it on
1: the line.
0: Hmm. I wonder against who.
1: He said, I beat A.J. Styles, so I'm not putting it on the line.
0: He's got three it. Days. Is in his
1: rights. Yeah, exactly. He guarantees it won't be A.J.
3: This is his first, D.Lo's first week back, so he ain't getting that. Oh. Jeffy Jeff, it won't be D-Lo either. You know why? Because next week. Next week, the title
1: will be Jeff Jarrett versus the man they call Stone. Bob Sting is back, and so the crowd is no, not.
3: Hell no
0: hell though. No, 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 no. (laughs) Hell no. Absolutely not. (laughs) Look at the fingers. I love how it's got to be the double pointer. Wait,
1: he just told Watts he's his next victim. We know it's Jeff Jarrett versus Sting. We don't know for sure if it's a title match, apparently. And now Watts and Jarrett are fighting in the empty stands. Guys, you probably should have called an audible and not fought in the audience. Yeah maybe not Is it Watts or is it Don oh. Kells and Jarrett Who is the authority what is, here What are do you doing you
0: Just break Eric Watts' hand With a chair shot Oh he's beating him up some more
3: Bring it on Sting There's
1: the Sting music That was supposed to pay, And there are the Scorpions. So Fuck Bob Fuck so That would have popped bad. so big If that didn't spoil I know dude They're not They're production sometimes Holy moly On that
0: note, we go off the uh, all right. Looks like the runtime was one hour, 54 minutes, and 18 seconds. My god, Dallas next week, we're gonna have a six man steel cage match. Michael Shane, Loki, and by god, an NWA world title match. Jeff Jarrett defending against Sting. Is it just me or is Sting about to enter 2004 as the NWA world champion? Dude, I,
1: if there's a time to do it, is this not it?
0: If you're trying to get yourself on WGN, the hell are we talking about, man? Who's
1: more recognizable in TNA than Sting? No kidding. Oh, no. no, stop. Oh, my God.
0: Could you imagine a WGN official being like, hey, you're Jeff Will... We would love you on our Superstation, but by God, that road out, BG James, he needs to be your world champion. Do you mm-hmm. think they would do it?
1: I, uh, yeah, I do. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know if they would if they cut down that price, maybe
0: instead of 50 grand, 49 if you give BG James the world champion. I'd close up shop. I'd be like, no, I'm. It's not even worth it. I'm just yeah, you know, it. you know
1: what? We're done. Um. Okay. So, what did you think about the show we just watched? We have some stuff to look forward to, but what? what you, where are you at for that show?
0: Well, I think compared to recent weeks, it flew by. I totally agree. Uh,
3: I don't know. It flew by, but
1: I don't know if I can say it, it was good. It I wasn't so- bad. Okay, so I agree with that, that statement, because it definitely flew by. But was it a thumbs-up show? I I don't know. I don't know if it was. I'll tell you what, though. The X Division title match, I very much enjoyed. Um, I also think that Raven and Abyss wasn't too bad. I think the the end was a lot, though. I mean, that was, like, almost too much. Yeah. Uh, I'm
0: glad. I mean, I'm glad that the main event had to finish because I mean, Raven and Abyss at DQ. That was a bummer. And then also the X Division match, uh, X Division title match being a DQ. But that's setting up the Ultimate X, right?
1: X match. Um, and Saban Douglas for how quick it was. I don't think it was bad. And yeah, they, I
0: like that Sabin won.
1: And Saban won. So I don't know, man. I I'm I'm saying it. I think I'm giving it a thumbs up. I think overall, I think where we are, once again, I, I like to look at it, like, where are we heading? And was the show enjoyable? And I think it, I think overall, it was. There was certainly n- not, put it this way. I, yeah, I complained during the Gathering of Red Shirts match, but that, I think, was timing on the show. And I don't think that it was the match itself. There was no matches that I was like, well, this needs to fucking end right now. And... So for that reason, I I don't know, man. I feel uh that's that's where
0: I feel. I'm just how I feel. Uh I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with in the middle. But I I think potentially that next week's show is the maybe biggest show thus far. Just in terms of what we have now, I mean, Sting and Jarrett, a six-man cage match, with right. Michael Shane Loki. That's pretty big shit. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty good. Now it all depends on what else they, I guess, incorporate. Of course, to the show. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to next week's
1: show. Uh, so so am I. I really am. And it is our final show of 2003, which where'd the year go? Yeah, no kidding. Holy shit. But, um, that being said, if you've, if you've been keeping up or if you, you know, if you missed an episode or two, that's okay. We still appreciate you being here. But as an update, after the December 17th show, TNA takes two weeks off and they're not back till January 7th. So, in return me and Bob we're not taking 2 weeks off no, no. We, we can't we can't do that we got to stay on schedule so for that reason on December 24th christmas eve for those who celebrate we will be doing our final wwa bonus episode which i think is the um i forgot the title of the show already again i'm going to look it up so i can just get that right out there real quick
3: I don't even remember. What
1: is it The Reckoning? Is it? It might be. It is. I think it's The Reckoning. Okay. We'll be watching The Reckoning, which I believe is main evented by Jeff Jarrett and Sting. Mm. They unify the NWA and the WWA titles, as well as they unify the X Division title and the Cruiser, WWA Cruiserweight title. Interesting. So it actually ties in very well with the shows we are watching. So the reckoning will be covered by us uh, on December 24th. And then on, hold on. On the, on December 31st. So on on the 24th, they do a best of the X division special. Well, well, I can tell you guys what's going to be on that once we return, but then on the 31st, they do a best of TNA 2003 special. So in return, we are going to do a 2003 recap similar to what we did last year for 2002. Which uh, I don't know how we're going to do it, Bob. But we're, we're going to sit down. We're going to have a conversation. And if you guys want to think about it, like, a, what do we kind of talk about? Like It's like a PWI Awards. Uh, we talk about our favorite tag teams, favorite wrestlers, feuds, moments, all that kind of stuff. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm sure
0: that we'll forget things. Because quite honestly, they probably burned through about five years' worth of
1: stuff in uh, in a year. Yeah, we're definitely going to forget stuff. But we're going to talk about what stuck out the most and some stinkers and all that kind of fun stuff. So it'll be a good way to end the year. But that's what we got coming up for you guys in the next few weeks. But before we get there, um, we got to get to next week. And I hope you guys will continue to join us uh, by following us on Twitter at CrossTheLineTNA. Liking us on Facebook at TNA Cross the Line Pod, subscribing to our YouTube channel, which as of this recording is nearly caught up with posting the the videos with no audio issues. Yeah, thank God. Thank, thank you God. for uh, Jordan. You yeah, know, appreciate appreciate that. that. Um, but yeah, and uh, as always, if you enjoy us, leave us a review where you're listening to the podcast. We have seen an influx of new listeners and we are glad that you guys are here, but uh, let us know what you think about the show. Also let us know who sent you. Yes. Please let us know. How, how'd you hear about us? Tag us in a tweet, send us a DM. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to know how you found our podcast. Even if you're a long time listener, how'd you find us? How'd you hear about us? Let us know. Yeah. Why do you listen? Cause I wonder why I do this. Wow. Why wow. do I put my? I, I don't even place? know how to recover from that one.
0: Yeah, well, you know what?
1: <laughs> On that note, Bob, take us <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could finally just be happy that I just survived a three hour podcast, whatever it is. But all right, that does it for this week. Be sure to join us next week for when sting. For sure, is going to be the NWA World Champion. I can't wait for the era of Sting in 2004 as champion. That's right, New Generation TNA. Looking forward to it. Until then, board Dallas I'm Bob Kalin Jr. And this has been the TNA Cross the Line podcast.
2: we